sure the YouTube kicks in. Mm -hmm. So it seems as if we get we're starting a little earlier today, but that's all right because this is such a such an important day. <laughs> gang, gang. <laughs> gang, gang. <laughs> oh man. Yep, such an important day. Oh man. All right. Great thing is I have the chat also on the side. So even on the YouTube channel, you'll be able to see the chat. Okay, good. Perfect. I'm learning. I'm learning. You're doing better than I am. <laughs> well, uh, <clears throat> welcome everyone to the Claire X Chris. Chris X Claire. Wow, messed up already. Chris X Claire okay. experience. <laughs> Welcome to our live stream. We're starting a little bit earlier today, but that's probably because we have a ton of stuff to go through. And, uh, you know, kind of making up for last week, I suppose. So first I want to thank Chris, my co-host here for joining us today, as always. And uh, I also want to thank our other co-host, Remy, Remington. Reference spirit. <laughs> uh, he has still not been found, right? No. All right, so he's still here. He's still here. He may never be found because he just loves the show ever, yeah. ever so much. And Dude, uh, don't say it like that. I hated that. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't like that at all. Oh, he loves he loves the show. Oh, he yeah, loves he it. does. He's a big fan. <laughs> yeah, he's a huge fan. He's an integral part of all of this. So, uh, so shout out to him. And uh, as always, this this live stream and this episode is sponsored by us <laughs> fantasy world books where you can get our books starting on march 15th with shadows wake by my co-host right here chris garcia so with that being said how are you doing today i'm good i'm tired now <laughs> um, i just got done doing like seven orders of chocolate covered strawberries so that's what i've been doing all morning is baking and cooking oh yeah what's that for after Valentine's Day, I did it from my shop, so mm. I had like a bunch of stuff to do. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Um, so you could probably see in the chat, Chris. Uh, yeah, I got a, the nice chat overlay now, so we're we're getting slowly but surely we're getting more advanced. Yeah, we are. We're doing great. We're, yeah, um, yeah. Happy Valentine Valentine's Day, everyone. <laughs> I can't talk to Are you okay? I know I'm having a stroke. I don't. But, uh, <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day to everyone that celebrates it. Uh, happy. You know, I learned something new yesterday. Apparently, there's I wonder, a, I wonder if you learned the same thing I learned yesterday. About Galentines? That's not okay. Maybe. Maybe maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah. Okay. What What did you learn? I learned yesterday? like where Valentine's Day came from and like the origin of it. And I, I don't know if it's 100% accurate or not. Uh but what I learned was pretty terrifying. <laughs> what you? What did you learn? I'm curious. So Valentine's Day was originally like not an actual holiday, of course, like no holidays everywhere. And essentially, what they did was like the 14th and 15th of January, uh, February, they would take a bunch of maidens into like the streets of Rome and like whip them and beat them and sodomize them, and that was their way of becoming fertile. Well, then a couple of years uh, went by on the same day. Uh, of like February 14th and 15th. And there were two gentlemen that both had the last name, uh, both had the name St. Valentine. And they were apparently like murdered by the Catholic church uh, for their oppressive ways. And 
the day went down in history as Valentine's Day to remind people of the sin. And then somehow it got commercialized got commercial, into, as always. Into, what, into what it is today. <laughs> it's kind of disturbing. K- kind of. I was like, is your perfect. maiden infertile? Celebrate his Valentine's <laughs> oh, No. No. <laughs> I thought that was going to be what you told me, but it, it, it wasn't, I'm assuming. No, no, that that sounds really crazy. And I'm I'm not surprised at all. Usually a lot of stuff have like these violent, terrible uh backstories. Like when you look into like say Disney movies and stuff, or like or like those oh my old gosh. stories like The Little Mermaid or like The Hunchback of Notre Dame and stuff like that. Like the actual stories are really dark. Like I mean, but even then, like coherently, the hunchback of Notre Dame was already a dark Disney movie. Like it was already yeah. extremely out there. Yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing it as a kid and I was like, I was like not really understanding everything. Now that as an adult watching it, I'm like, oh man. <laughs> whoa, whoa, this is whoa, really whoa. dark. <laughs> I know whoa. this Frollo needs to chill. <laughs> he needs some chill. So <laughs> Frollo he, had zero chill. Yeah. Like he, zero chill. Yeah. He was, um, to put it lightly, frustrated. So. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> to put it lightly. So, yeah. Cinderella, the sister's feet got cut off. Ooh. Yes. Yes. Ooh. I, <laughs> I remember, um, what was it? Was it the Little Mermaid? Like, every time she walked, it felt like she was stepping on glass shards or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, but if you even like kind of analyze uh, these movies anyway, like you get the darker experience that's already there. Like, um, I mean, most of these like Disney princesses are children. So like they're dealing with like very traumatic, horrible things Yeah. as children. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. I hear that, yeah, with uh, Disney movies, if you're a mom, you better be careful because you're probably <laughs> getting you're probably the axe. Die. Yeah, you're getting the axe. So. That's it. <laughs> but no, the, the the new thing that I learned about is uh, Galentine's Day. Okay. Like, for gals, I guess that's the day before Valentine's Day, and you're okay, supposed okay. to go out with your girlfriends or something and celebrate I don't know everything about it, but I, being single, I, I have no idea. Okay. Okay. Exactly. Solidarity. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 and apparently it came from Parks and Recreation, which I've seen Parks and Recreation. So like, okay. I, like I watched the whole series. So I'm like, I don't remember. Maybe because it was a long time ago. I don't remember it. But um, yeah, apparently it's a thing. And I think like Hillary Clinton said something about it yesterday or something like happy Galentine's day or something. And I'm like, Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She was probably getting, trying to get some likes. I don't know. But... <laughs> notice me. Notice me. <laughs> no, I know. I still exist. Everyone. <laughs> Please. Please, I'm still here, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so that's what I learned today, but that's interesting. Um, yeah, so um, before we get into our first segment, which we always have fun with, uh, just letting everyone in the chat know that if you have any questions at all, feel free to ask them. We will answer anything that is on your mind, literally anything. You can make it as crazy as you want because this is our mature Fantasy World sponsored show. So ask some craziness after we get over our shock and awe, we will answer it. So 
with that being said, this is our segment in which we like to introduce some craziness about our own world or whatever, or something that I may not have known. We're trying to shock each other, I guess. Would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? Um, you go first and then I will kind of tag off of you and do something related because I have a bunch of random facts I can throw at you this time. Oh, man. Well, I learned that the tongue has its own unique tongue print. That makes sense, though. Mm. Well, that makes a lot of... <laughs> okay, You're like... But, like <sighs> but no, 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 hold on, hold on. Because okay. imagine that, like... Okay, you know how some stuff happens and like, they can't get fingerprints of people? Yeah. Like, what if it's like, I need you to lick this piece of paper, Thomas? <laughs> like... <laughs> Lick the paper, Jerome. Like, <laughs> lick the paper. why? <laughs> what do you What do you know? <laughs> you know. Not now. <laughs> we're We're working. Shh. <laughs> Not now. Shh. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, what you got for me? Okay, so my mine piggybacks off of that a little bit in, into the like the like the naughty parts of life. So it is rumored. This is not like a fact that I know of, but it's something that people have said that could be fact. That the first uh, vibrator was actually invented by Cleopatra, and she would take a container and fill it up with bees and use like the the vibration from the bees like against her clit, and that was how she did that. It's inventive. That's, a, <laughs> but like I saw, I've seen that as a true fact like four times. So at this point, I think somebody <laughs> has like vindicated that at this point. If I've seen it like four times. See, we're we're staying on theme with Valentine's Day. <laughs> cut, cut for now, until we get to the demons. Yeah, love, love yourself, right? Um, <laughs> love yourself because we can't because we can't because of our childhoods. I don't <laughs> Well, yeah, that's that's interesting. See, whenever I hear a fact, I let my mind goes to like crazy places just naturally. And so I'm like, so does she have like a servant who's like, listen, this guy is really good at catching bees. And so <laughs> I need you to like gather some up for me and can them. And mm -hmm. he's just like, what is it for? And she's like, don't question me, slave. <laughs> and, like, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you dis oh, dare you you displease me all the time so apparently <laughs> oh I'm, go I'm going to insects so <laughs> but anyway <laughs> maria said can i lick it however i want which kind of tongue print would you like oh <laughs> well good morning happy valentine's day <laughs> God, I hate Valentine's Day. I hate this stupid holiday so much. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan myself. What What is your reason for not being a huge fan of it? Besides the death and the murder. In... <laughs> <laughs> Man, ever since I was a kid, I just, like, didn't understand it. Like, I don't understand the point in all these day holidays. Like, I get, like like uh, like, Martin Luther King Day or Labor Day. Like, I understand those because that's, like, celebrating well, um, martin luther king's like celebrating someone you know okay. but like mother's day father's day and valentine's day are these days 
where we have just like picked a day of the year and been like, oh yeah, celebrate this cluster of people. But like, you could do that the whole year though. Like I love whatever, like I, I work in a restaurant mm -hmm. and I'll see like these moms come in with their kids they haven't talked to in seven months. And they're like, my mom is the most special mom and she needs to be sat right now. And I'm like, well, your mom is like everybody else's mom. And unfortunately she still has to wait the two hours, Benjamin. And right out of Benjamin. <laughs> it's like, I know, why like, do you have to wait to this one day to do something special? Like, celebrate your mom all year. Get your partner flowers off and on all year. You know, tell dad that he's doing great and that you love him all year. I just don't, I don't get it. It's just, you just do this to make money. There's no point in it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like with that mom. It's like you didn't give birth to Hercules or something. Right. Like, also, you know? I work in a also I work <laughs> in a restaurant, so I really, really, really hate these days. Like they're just awful. Mm. <laughs> I see. Yeah. I I used to like the concept of Valentine's Day um when I was younger and you know, but um I don't know, it was it actually got tainted for me more like when I hit high school and everything because you'd be like in the locker room and stuff and the guys would basically just be like I'm getting laid tonight. All I got to do is, you know what I mean? Just and, get some chocolate, get her a teddy bear. She's going to be real happy with it, Jason. I promise. Jason. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and like they would, I don't know. And then it would especially be disturbing for like the couples that they would be having trouble all the time, but then they would make up for just Valentine's Day. And then, and then you know, the guy would get laid or whatever. <clears throat> and then the next day, the girls would be discussing like what their guy did for them you know, and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. it was kind of like, oh, look what he got me this. He got me that and blah, blah, blah. And it was kind of like just so commercialized and so like kind of fake in a way that I was just like, eh, I'm not feeling it so much anymore. And like, right. I would hear this stuff from grown adults too. They would be like, they'd be like, oh yeah, we're gonna, <laughs> I got to prepare my wife and stuff. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're ready. Gladys. Daddy's Gladys. Like, no. Gladys. <laughs> but, but, Gladys. Ooh, that's a good one. I tried. <laughs> I tried to come up with some old names last time, but that. Oh, that's a good one. Gladys. I don't know. I think you whipped out Gertrude, dude. Like Gertrude's I. Gertrude, Gertrudes aren't children. They just spawn at the age of seventy-five. What? <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> They're just, yeah, they're not kids. They were never but, a kid, ever. But, but also, you know, as as somebody who's poly, Valentine's Day also sucks because everything is geared toward couples. Like, mm. what if what if there's three of us? Like, what if there's four? Like, what if I have two boyfriends to buy for, and I'm out here having to pick the dinner for two at the Olive Garden and get my unlimited breadsticks for eight ninety nine, you know? That, and that's I'm like, true. Well, there's three of us. That's true. At the <laughs> restaurants they only do couples. That's true. Mm -hmm. What do you do then? That might you might make it nice and awkward for the Oh, the I'd guests. love nothing more. Yeah. I would love nothing more. <laughs> Table for eight, please. <laughs> like, we only have tables for two. Uh it's Valentine's Day, so it's couples oh. only. Yeah. We're an octuple. Here, here is all of us. These yeah, are all, all of together. my husbands. <laughs> Listen, you have to seat us. Do you know how hard it is to get a babysitter <laughs> for all of our kids, our collective kids? Like, you have to seat us. 
Like I said, get her that single plastic rose and you're good, Brent. Trust me. <laughs> she said Brent. Show me a baby named Olga quickly. I'll pay you real money. Yeah, they don't exist. They don't exist. Like, like that Gladys you mentioned literally came out with like an AARP card, senior citizen discount, <laughs> a social security check. Um, I completely... <laughs> Uh, a husband named ben like they they just just gained it oh wait who we're five minutes we we are 10 20 minutes in and my sides already hurt it's gonna be good i know it's like it's like we're gonna try to keep it as light as possible but until we delve into the ouchie oh i know i know like um earl oh that's a good one earl earl <laughs> earl's a earl good earl wow <laughs> earl like goodbye earl okay well like where did earl come from where did he go where did he come from cotton eye joe like what did he come from? <laughs> <laughs> the sad thing is i didn't see that coming Listen, <laughs> i thought I, you were I, where did he come from i Seriously. used to tell this Oh, hold on, hold on. Since we're still in the light hearts and this is Valentine's Day. So okay. here's here's a story. It's a long stemmed dad joke and you're going to love it. Okay. So whenever I was in college, um, I was dating this girl. And I loved her with my whole heart and I was going to marry her. But I was like kind of violent at the time. I don't know why. And this this other this other okay. my best friend, his name was his name was Joseph. And he came over all the time. He would hang out with us and all that. And one day, I don't know what happened, but um, he, he came into the to the dorm room and he had bandages all over his face. And he was like, man, I got I got beat up and my eye is all bruised. So here we are. And I was like, baby, like, what are you doing here? We'll have some soup. So I make him some soup. We're hanging out and I go to class. When I come back, like my girl and my best friend, Joseph, are gone. And I'm like, what is what is happening? And there was a note on my desk that that says that they were actually in love and having an affair and what they, and they they left <laughs> wait what? i was i was i was gonna marry her wait, and they're having, an affair. they're having an affair they left but like if it hadn't been for cotton eye joe i would have been married a long time ago where did you come from and where did you go where did you come from cotton eye joe <laughs> that's the whole thing Oh my God! That's the first time I told that joke. Literally, nobody talked to me for like ten minutes. I just like ignored my existence. I was I was great, and nobody appreciates me. <laughs> yeah, Julius has left the chat. Yeah, <laughs> Julius. <laughs> Fantasy World has logged off the chat. Yeah, like we're <laughs> Daisy's done. never gonna speak to me again. Daisy's just done with me at this point. Yeah, that was that was terrible. Wow. But it's great because like you could spin this story like it's a real thing, and everyone's invested. I'm like, oh my yeah, God! Yeah, I was you, invested. Your best friend like, did oh, that man. to you. What? <laughs> Everyone's being like, basically, that was terrible. So <laughs> she's like, I'm here all day. I'm here all day, baby. You in my domain now. Got my little webcam set up. I'm ready to rock. Right? I know, right? <laughs> Took Charles 45 minutes to get this ready for me. <laughs> oh, poor Charles. Well, shout out to Charles. Shout out to Charles. Out. Yeah, we he set up the soundboard and everything. You know? Yeah. That's crazy. What can I can I hear the raccoon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Where'd it go? I'm hitting the button and it's happening. 
I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, it's all right. No, we'll figure it out. We'll I'll keep. I'll out. keep trying. But yeah, so today's episode is called "Not the Demons." Not the demons, not today. Not the demons. Yeah, we gotta get rid of them demons today. They are not, they are not behaving. As I just they watched do. The Exorcist. I just watched The Exorcist two Were you days prepping? ago. <laughs> <laughs> Getting homework in. <laughs> God. <laughs> Getting homework. Oh man, hmm. yeah, yeah. It's for our special Valentine's Day, we're gonna make you nice and cozy and sad. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> And then you can then you can go home to your partner and buy them a cheap plastic rose and it'll be okay. Yeah. See, the whole point of this is to make you so like, wow, I've got it good that you actually go home and you're like, you know, hey, you know, life is good. Got it good. <laughs> got it good. It's okay. Got it good. Got it. Got it. Everything. Stuff like that. Yeah. But anyways. <laughs> the stuff like that. Stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I can't do many good voices. Apparently, I can do a decent Southern Belle. I'm not sure why. But. I like that. Her name is Julia. Julia. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> stop. stop. Oh, that's a thing now. Where's Julia at? No. Cut it out. <laughs> she, she's not here right now. It's Julia's. <laughs> she's, she's getting ready. <laughs> have you ever seen Nicki Minaj talk about her alter egos and she's like well there's me there's Nicki and then there's Roman and he's British and he's gay and that's what that made me think of just now <laughs> Where, where's Julia <laughs> no, your but... wife's like please stop I know I like, I def- <laughs> the internet just goes out <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> I love that you shouldn't you shouldn't be. Julia's part of you and she's important. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So um it's kind of weird to get into this segment and stuff, the more serious version and stuff like that. So I'm not a hundred percent sure how to get into it, but you know what? I wasn't a hundred percent sure, but now I have a decent transition. Right. Okay. All right, so we start off with some lightheartedness. Okay. You probably already know this, right? This is another fact, but the human the human heart can changes the w- change can change the way it beats to mimic the music you're listening to. I'm sure you knew about that, right? Actually, I didn't know that. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, it changes yeah. the way. Yeah, which is kind mm-hmm. of cool. And you're probably like, "What kind of transition is that?" And <laughs> the transition is. Um, when I was doing research into like uh, churches and everything, mm-hmm. for example, and it was talking about how they, they kind of like if, if you go to a concert, if you go to a church, if you go to things with like loud music and stuff and they'll use music as a way to kind of get you in that synced up with the rest of the crowd and everything like mm-hmm. that. And the reason that's a big transition for me is because for me, my personal story is like it definitely has to do a lot with my upbringing in the church so yeah when we get to my portion like you know i'm gonna have to paint a picture but i don't know if i don't know if you want to go or if you want me to just start i'll just kind of head it and say to the people who are listening that julius and i bonded very quickly uh over our childhood trauma that was through uh actually abuse through religion And that was something that we bonded over very quickly. And with that, I will let you go first. I want to listen. Oh, Lord. (laughs) 
I I mean, or I can if you better. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. All right. So uh, like, wait, hold on. I wasn't ready for you to tell me that thing you've heard. I mean, some of it, some of it is funny in retrospect. I mean, like, <laughs> but um, okay. So, so when I was about five, um, my parents started going to this church and okay. So when people think of church, probably typically they think of like a, um, the normal, like you go there on Sunday, you like sing a few hymns, you listen to the pastor talk about like love and like, you know, treat each other right, you know, make you feel nice and good for the rest of the week. And then that's pretty much it. You guys might have a dinner after, I don't know. All right. So <laughs> I grew up in um, apostolic, which is like kind of like a shoot off of Pentecostal. And so it's like hardcore, hardcore. And you might be like, oh, okay, like, bring it to me. How hardcore? Oh, my God. So, okay, so where do I start? All right, so I'll start out small. So, like, (laughs) I found it. (laughs) (laughs) I found the soundboard. Nice. Another one. No. <laughs> okay. You go. I'm sorry. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I went, went to no, get that's in good. There. No, no. Keep it. Keep it. No. Hit me up. Hit me up. Keep, keep it light. Keep it. Okay. That's hilarious. Okay. I'm, I'm going to keep that on standby. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> What's I saying? <laughs> Yeah. So nor- normal people going to church going on Sunday, and that wasn't your experience because of the apostolic religion. Right, right. Okay, so it's like really strict. Like you can't go to the movies. You right. can't um, in certain apostolic, not not the church I went to, but one that we visited. Like you couldn't wear the color red. Um, because, Why was that? Because oh, you're, you're... because they said red was associated with like prostitutes, like red light district kind of stuff. So you couldn't wear the color red. Um, you definitely couldn't like go to the beach and like take your shirt off. Like women couldn't wear like bathing suits like that. Right. You had to be covered. Um, women, women had to wear skirts at all times. Like you could not Mm -hmm. wear pants. You had to have a head covering at, you know, um, it was very much like the man is the head of the household. Um, you know, women were made for men. Um, you you're basically your life your life didn't really matter too much and it was kind of crazy because it would talk about how like i guess in the scripture it says something like your life your 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 life is like filthy rags and you know basically meaningless we're all just waiting to get to heaven kind of thing and yeah. so and so <laughs> we started going at five and at first like being at five oh and the church services were ridiculously long mm-hmm. Redi- like ridiculous like at the main church we ended up going to, like a little later on, um, we switched churches. You would be there at Sunday morning at like 8 a.m. for prayer. Nine o'clock would be Sunday school. Then you'd have a short break, Sunday service at 11 or 11.30, one of those. That would last till like 2, 3 o'clock. And then <laughs> you get a break to eat something else. And then you have to be back for Sunday night service at at six i believe Mm -hmm. it was or six or seven then you had monday night prayer 
Tuesday noon prayer, Wednesday Bible study, Thursday noon prayer, fi Friday night service. Then on Saturdays, you, you used to have a lot of like more social gatherings that were mandatory, which was the crazy part. Like right. after I got married, me and my wife went, went away on a Friday. Like we skipped the Friday night service and we literally got a call asking like, where were you? So, and we're like newlyweds, like, bro. It, so it's like, it's like work. It was like having a boss. Yes. Yeah. So like, if you're, if you weren't in church, you were, you were like either working or going to school or something like, like that was basically right. life. Right. And so, and so growing up, it was mainly about like, what can we do? What can you do for God? Nothing else matters. You weren't really supposed to like conversate like have like meaningful relationships with people outside the church. It doesn't matter if they were your family, friends, anything like that, because if they weren't filled with the Holy ghost evidenced by speaking in tongues and um, baptized in Jesus name, they were going to hell like period. Right. They wouldn't tell you straight to your face. Well, mm -hmm. some would, but <laughs> in general, they wouldn't tell you straight up, like you're going to hell. Um, but that's that was the belief like straight up unless you had these requirements you're going to hell you know and so even when it came to dating <laughs> it was kind of crazy because you're not supposed to date anyone that wasn't in the church you know so i don't know if you had any similar experiences i was just talking for a while but no i really wanted to hear that um so i've told you that like my house was a melting pot um, my father was Roman Catholic, and Roman Catholic is like Old Testament-based Catholics. Mm -hmm. Like, they are the hardest level of Catholicism that you can go into. Um, and then my mother was Pentecostal, and my aunt is apostolic. And so I grew up with these three really, really aggressive religions, like pressing down on me habitually. And what was weird is that my dad always said that he had converted to Christianity um, whenever he got with my mom. But I remember him uh, saying a lot of things to me that were more along the lines of the Catholic faith. Mm -hmm. And like we were in church for a long time and we went until I was like seven or eight and then my parents got really sick and we didn't go anymore. But I literally, like, I remember the way that my dad would talk to me about Christ and about God. And it felt so opposite from like what I believe to be true because like the apostolic church and the Pentecostal church told me something completely different right. than his version of Catholicism. Right. And then all of that was different than like the church that I went to with my friend on Wednesdays, when she was a Baptist. So I literally had like four different religions that were always pressing down on me. And I didn't even know what denomination that I identify with because like the like Baptist teaches you that God is one way. Catholicism teaches you that God is the, is another. And then apostolic and Pentecostal was this old Testament. Like my aunt yeah. who is still living hasn't cut her hair in like 20 years and she doesn't wear pants like all of those things and then at the same time i was like i feel like god's not that big of a dick guys <laughs> like, like i was i was just so floored yeah. by that 
Yeah. That, that like they're painting this version of God and then reading all these, you know, passages from the Bible where God has, you know, sm smited, smot things and punish people. But there was all that omitted that was like, well, God is love and God broke bread and God fed the and Jesus fed the 5000 and, you know, God saved Jonah from the whale and, you know, uh, right check me check and a bit ago literally all of these things that were like testaments to faith and love and compassion and i never got that version of the bible or of christianity until i was like 11 or like 11 or 12 oh wow and found it on my own yeah. so i started reading the bible and i was like bro where was all of this like i literally got to the beatitudes and was floored because you have this entire section talking about like um, blessed are the peacemakers for they will inherit the earth. Like blessed are the meek for they will inherit the earth. Like mm -hmm. blessed are all these people who are kind and gentle when I see you. Yeah. And I was like, are these are this is this literally the same person? Like I was so confused because that was not the religion that I was raised in. Like God is angry and jealous and pious and will punish you for everything and not god loves you and will forgive you and is here for you like that wasn't the version of god that i got at all yeah that's a good that's a good point because like i i always thought that was kind of strange too how it was like well we should all be like jesus but the way we way we actually act is a lot like the old testament it's all about the do's and the don'ts and the restrictions and the hellfire and the damnation and stuff like that and so that was always really strange to me um chris mckenzie asked did you have to break up i'm assuming with the church uh yeah yeah i'm definitely not a part of that anymore um that was a big that was a big uh ordeal i was actually already married at this point and um we were already having struggle with the church because like they they tell you all this stuff like you're not even supposed to hold hands. You're not even supposed to go on a date unless you have like basically a chaperone or, or, and this is modern day. Like we're talking like 20, 2007 or whatever. And um, yeah. So, so even as far as dating, you do not know how compatible you are. Like really even emotionally, let alone like, you know, physically or anything like that like no it's very much like hey you know what i have some kind of attraction to you i kind of like you oh i like you too and it's very kindergarten like it's mm -hmm. <laughs> after that it's kind of like the church not like you got to go to the pastor and basically tell him like we are interested in each other and you go through like this counseling and and they announce to the church like these two people are able to sit together now even though they're not married because you weren't supposed to even sit together in the church right <laughs> unless you were they're able to sit together now and there was like an acknowledgement like they're dating and and um yeah so so we were already married at this point we we're already still having trouble because we waited like six years to get married because we were trying to make sure we had a good job and all this other stuff. Um, went through the counseling with the pastor and whatever. And we finally get married and we want to spend time together because you couldn't dating wise. You couldn't do it as a friend, even if you were friends. Like if you were of the opposite sex, you can't really spend time together. And so 
No, you can't because there's temptation. So, <laughs> well, I'm gay, boy. What's up? Oh, you would be. <laughs> they would be trying to pray the gay away. That's what they'd be doing. They'd be like, Oh they'd God, like, I haven't heard that in forever. No, oh, they trauma. would. They would be like. They would be like a demon is all up on you. They would be like, be gone, demon. Be gone. Damage. <laughs> <laughs> no, they seriously would. They seriously would. I and, know. I, I and, went through that. Oh, my God. I went through that at a church. I had. um. So, again, gr- growing up with a father who was Roman Catholic, um, uh, I grew up with, like, the idea of confession. Mm-hmm. So every now and then I would ask like, you know, like the preachers at the Baptist church I went to with my friends if I could do a confession, which was weird because that's a completely different thing. They don't really do that. But a couple of them humored me and they were like, yeah, sure. Um, and I literally sat back to back with one of the pastors one time and I was like, so I like girls. And whenever I tell you that I physically felt the air shift in the room, like the like the hairs on my arms are standing up right now talking about it. Like I felt the tension shift as soon as I said it. Mm. I was like, I don't know, 12 or 13, but I had literally known like my whole life that I've been attracted to women. Like I, I haven't been ashamed of it either, but I hadn't really talked about it in church because I was at this point we had just gone over like during the sermon about how homosexuality is a sin. Right. Um. So I was like concerned for my soul at that point because I literally listened to a preacher damn gay people for 45 minutes. And I was like, oh, <laughs> and he was like, well, all you have to do he's like, you probably just haven't felt met the right man yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, you know, maybe, you know, this you're confused because you because you're please note that I'm a child. I'm like 13. Right. And he's literally telling me that I'm confused because I haven't yet met someone that I am meant to be with and like yada yada. But like, I'm a child. Why would you even be concerned with telling me any of that? I'm I'm a kid. Yeah. And I was trying to, like, you know, explain that, well, you know, I but I like a boy or I've liked boys and I've liked girls. And that seemed to make him even more uncomfortable. Like the fact that I had said that I was bi, I guess at that point, he was like, well, it's one or the other. And I was like, Oh, okay. And he was like, well, we'll pray for you. He was like, we'll just pray it away. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're not gonna, I was like, you're not going to tell anybody. Right. And he was like, no, of course, of course not. Well, because in confession, like Catholic confession, like a priest literally is bound to not say anything to anyone. Like you can literally be like, I murdered four people last night. And he can be like, we really need to talk about that. You really need to turn yourself in, but I won't tell anybody. Like he is bound by oath that he cannot break that, that, that solidarity of confession. Right. Um, so I was thinking that was what that was going to be because Catholic. Um, and then the next week, uh, they pulled me into uh, a, like a back room. There were like two of them, like one of like the leaders of the church and his wife, and then like one of the uh, the preachers. And they literally all put their hands on me and were like trying to pray the gay away. And I, I never went back after that because yeah. he lied to me. He yeah. lied to me. He literally yes. promised me in a church that he wasn't going to tell anybody right. and then lied to my face. <laughs> Right. And well, lied to the back of my head, and then went and told like seven other people, 
And then the whole church was like doing that whole like look at me sideways thing, like all the poor girls confused. So it wasn't just them that you told. You met a whole bunch. You told a whole bunch of people. I never went back, and wow. I haven't. I haven't consistently been to church since then because like y'all literally looked at me and like a lied to me, which is a sin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then B like impressed on me as a child that there was something like mortifyingly wrong with me like i've gone to church here and there with friends but i haven't gone to church since that happened i mean that's that's difficult to encounter that and especially knowing that other places would have similar beliefs and so you know how do you go there knowing that they're gonna look at you a certain way treat you a certain way and i mean that's that's terrible um and and the place that the place that (laughs) There's like a few things. Oh my God. But um, yeah, like even what you mentioned about how it was found, you know, obviously people said things and stuff like that about what was supposed to be confidential. One of the issues that my my wife ended up having with the church um, that we went to is that like we were, you know, again, we were having issues because we were newlywed. We were newlyweds and trying to spend time together, but yet everyone was saying like, you know, you need to be at the church. You need to be at the church. You can't just have a night out. And it's like, we waited this long. We did everything right. And you're telling us that I'm we, still wrong. Yeah. we. You're telling us we can't spend time together. Like literally one of the mothers in the church went up to my wife and said, um, why are you, why are you spending so much time with your husband? And I'm just like, that's the craziest thing to say what's to, the point to someone's face what did i what did we wait all this time for you know like what did we i don't understand if my life is the church like and so that was pissing us off but what one thing that ended up happening is one of the deacon's wives ended up talking to my wife and she was like oh because my wife my wife is uh white right and i'm black so and we were at a primarily black church and so she ended up one of the deacon's wives who was black ended up going up to my wife and was like you know, like you're having trouble. I am, I like, I can see that. Is there like, is it, does it have something to do with like the culture or something, which number one makes no sense because she'd already been there for years. And you know, there was no issue until recently, but the deacon's wife was like, is it something to do with the culture? And my wife was like, like, sure. Like, yeah. Even she told me later, like, no, that wasn't it. She just didn't feel comfortable about being interrogated and stuff. And so literally that next sunday the pastor started preaching about the cult like the culture and how you're you need to like still submit to god it doesn't matter if this is a like a the culture uh like you know like black church quote unquote is not what you like so that told us clearly that she told she told the pastor and then the pastor is preaching about it which is even more disturbing because the pastor would always say he gets his messages from god and that he knows what's going on with all of his saints because God tells him. And it's clear that God didn't tell you a damn thing. It was the deacon's wife that told you. Right. And so we're going through all this crap. And then, you know, my wife get, you know, we're about, my wife gets pregnant and we're about to have our first son. And that was the, that was the line. That's why we ended up breaking off from the church because we were like, like we were going through all this crap. We weren't in loving it, but we were told if you leave the church, you go to, you're going to hell. So we stayed reluctantly, but 
to put a child through that, we were like, no, we can't do this. Like we, right. we for, for his benefit, we need to get out. And so that's why that <laughs> a long way of answering that question. But to go back to what you were saying about like the whole praying the gay way part, like <sighs> the, um, so like, just to give you a snapshot of like, even where my mind was at, back in the day and like how far that I'm, I'm have come and I'm trying to still grow and everything like that. Um, like I remember in college, there was the, the brother of a friend of ours and he was gay. And so we knew him for a few years and at our church, like, you know, you're gay, you're going to hell. Like it was just period. You know what I mean? like there was no ifs ands or buts about it and so we're talking to this guy i'm and i'm i'm trying not to <laughs> anyways we're talking to this guy and he he you know he's expressing like he wants to be part of church and blah 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 whatever and i don't remember the whole conversation but basically it was something along the lines of like you know you come to our church and like they'll help you with that and like that feels really it doesn't feel good to say this because i feel like i had a i had a, a hand in this to to a degree i mean i understand i was brainwashed but still um and so he came to the church and he came with us a few times we would like drive him there and um you know at one point he like stood up for a testimony like it was testimony time in which you stand up and you like say the great things God has done for you, even though usually they would talk about the pastor, what the pastor did for them, not God, but that's a whole different thing. But anyway, he stood up one day and he was saying how like God took away his homosexuality Ouch! and everyone like erupted into like, like praise and worship. Like, like it's like, how do I explain it? Like everyone just started like, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Blah, blah, you know, and dancing and the music's playing and everyone's like dancing around the church and all this stuff. And it was, I'll never forget it because I remember looking at him. He didn't tell us he was given this testimony. He didn't tell us that like God took his homosexuality away. Um, he, 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 he gave this testimony and I remember like looking at him and just thinking like, but I can still tell that you're gay, you know, like I, I don't. So that like brought about so much confusion in me. And there were a lot of moments like that because you're, you're taught one thing, but then something different happens and you're just like, wait a minute. So in this moment, I was just like, wait, but you, but he's he's still gay like even after the church service and everything like it i didn't see any change in him i'm not saying he you know i'm not i'm not trying to take away from his quote unquote what he said but i'm just saying like from my perspective i was just like i, I can tell like you're not you're, you're i didn't say this to him um and obviously he was still gay like he stopped coming to the church and you know he was he's you know he's still gay but like that like it, it like kind of it pains me to like even say this um story but i feel like um 
Um, so if he is listening, I won't say your name, but if you are listening to this, like, I apologize. Like, I'm really, I'm sorry that I contributed in any way. Like, I'm glad you didn't stick around in that. And I'm, but if any, any way that I contributed to that suffering, like I heartily apologize for that. And, um, you know, I even have family members that, you know, I've tried to like persuade to get baptized in the past, stuff like that. And I've apologized to them too. Um, like I'm genuinely sorry about, I was not huge on the whole recruiting people thing. So thankfully I don't have a lot of stories like that <laughs> where like I'm trying to recruit massive amounts of people. Cause I'm usually a pretty chill person anyway, but, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I will piggybacking off of that. Um, so a few years after I had stopped like habitually going to church every Wednesday and Sunday, um, I went to church one night with a friend just because like I'm religious, I believe in God, and she offered for me to go to church and I went to church with her. Um and it was a little like out of the way Baptist church. Like I'm like like down the, the dirt road to the left, you know. And for those of you listening who don't know, I live in Kentucky, which is part of something called the Bible Belt, mm. uh, which is like a highly religious just strip of Appalachia. Um, they go into this church, and it's one of those – it's the churches that you see in the movies, you know, the ones that don't really have, like, air conditioning or anything that has the pews and the rows and the, and the pulpit. And, People and that's And that's it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. literally all the – people are fanning themselves with the <laughs> – with the like the the hem paper, you know, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Yeah. like everyone's sweating, but they're all ready to happen to be there. And it was a mixture of like black and white people, which was good for me because usually in this area it's like just white. Mm -hmm. Um, so I went and I was talking to I don't talk to this person anymore. I'm not I'm not going to say their name because I don't mm -hmm. talk to them anymore. Um, and the reason I don't talk to them anymore is coming up. Oh. Um, and. We're talking about like the preacher is talking about like uh, you know how we need to do uh, better in our lives to reflect Christ and how we need to do better in ourselves and you know and 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 that will help us be better Christians and better people which I can get behind I literally wake up every morning and try to do better and be a better person and be a better Christian mm -hmm. um, and you know he was like is there anybody that would want to stand up and talk about something that they're struggling with. And she stands up, and I'm like, okay, she's going to talk about, like, you know, whatever it is yeah. going on in her life. Like, her mom was an addict. Like, she was struggling with a lot. Tell me why she looks at the preacher dead in the face and said, I would like to pray for my friend Chris because she's gay. Oh, my God. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. That's the... That's like, oh. I had already told her oh. that I didn't go to church anymore because yeah. of what had happened to me. So she already knew that. Yeah. And I'm like, what what are you doing, buddy? Like, what makes you think this is a good idea? Yeah. And, you know, whatever, I go up, my heart's, like, hammering in my chest. I've never, I don't know anybody here but her. So it isn't like I can, like, lean into anybody for help. Like, I know no one else here but her, and I don't even know how to get back from where we came because she drove me. Like, there, there's no, this is it. And the preacher, whenever I told you that this man looked like the Crypt Keeper, I have never seen someone look that old and still be alive. Okay? 
But he was up there going too. He's like the power of cross, and he's like slamming his skeletal hands down on the pulpit. And he's going, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, you're gonna break yourself there, Papa. Okay, calm down. Um, skeletal hands. So I go up there to talk to him, and he puts his like hands on my shoulders, and uh, he starts like praying for me. Okay, um, which was fine. And then he looks me in the face and he's like, you're not trying very hard, are you? I said, sir. And he said, he said, I can see it in your face. You're just not listening to anything that I'm saying. He's like, you're not trying very hard. He's like, you don't care about your soul. He's like, you want to be gay. I'm like, I don't want this. Why would I want anybody to look at me like you're looking at me right now? Why would I want that? Yeah. And I just turned around and walked through the aisle and straight out the doors. And I started walking. I figured I would figure my way home out eventually. And my friend caught up to me about 30 minutes later. I was still walking. That's how far away we were from anything. And she pulls up in her car and she's like, hey, she's like, I don't want to see you. Like, that was one of the most embarrassing things that's ever happened to me in my life. And she was she was like, well, I just thought maybe it could help. And I was like, I why? And I'm like crying because I'm mad and also want to hit her. Because like, why would you? How would you do that to someone? And, and I'm like, I, I was like, I, I literally, every single day since I sat with my back to a preacher at a Baptist church down the street from my house and told him that I thought that I liked girls and I felt the air shift between us. I have thought about that moment every single day since, since then and will until the day that I die. Because the second that you say the word gay, people treat you different. Why would I want this? Jeez. I literally told her that if I could, if like, if there was a button in front of me right now and God was like, you can fix anything in your life, what would you pick? I would hit that button so hard and be straight. I would do it right now. Oh. <laughs> because I have literally felt that shift in the air my entire life. Like, why would I want this? Why would I want to be treated like a serial killer or a felon or some horrible, like awful, disgusting creature whenever like I literally can't help it. And then I kept walking and I told her if she ever talked to me again, I was going to dick her in the face or hard. I'd knock her teeth straight down to Jesus. So. Well, I, well, I wouldn't change anything about you, Chris. I love you for who you are. And I mean, I won't change anything about you either. I would, I would not change. I would not change anything about you. And like, you know, I'm sorry that you went through that. I mean, that's that is horrible. Like, what? Well, I don't know what kind of friend. <laughs> like in her mind, she was trying to get people to pray for me and help because, like, the night before, I had been telling her that I was struggling with having a crush on a woman and that mm-hmm. I wish that I wasn't gay. So I guess that I, I wish that I wasn't bi. So like I guess that she in, in her mind, I feel like she was trying to do the right thing. But there is a thousand other ways you could have gone about that that wasn't doing what you just did. Seriously. I, I mean I feel like I mean, you know, you do the flip test. What if you had stood up and been like, Yeah, I want I'd I'd really love the church to pay pray for my friend because her mom is an addict. You know what I mean? Or something like that. I could have, you know, I wish I, if I could go back in that moment right now, I'd be like, yo, I'd like to have the church pray for my friend because she just banged four guys last week and that's a sin. (laughs) 
She did the fornication. <laughs> she did the fornication outside of wedlock. And there was four guys, so it was four negation. Was... <laughs> 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 anyway. I would like to review my contract for Fantasy World at this time. Um, <laughs> you do that every episode, Chris. <laughs> well, then stop doing this to me. <laughs> the fornication. Another one. Another one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need a soundboard. Hold up. What's this one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Oh, my God. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. What? What is it about that, too? The people that are the most vocal that I found are the ones that are doing the craziest stuff. The craziest stuff. I've had people telling me like, why aren't you in the church? And it's like, dude, I know so much about you and the stuff that you're into. Like it's cr I remember this one person in church came and remember it's a super strict, not even supposed to hold hands kind of church. Right. She came up to me one day and she was like, I found out that, you went to the movies and i was like no well that's well that's why they call that's why they call it sin emma julius <laughs> sin emma, sin emma. <laughs> get out of here stop <laughs> <Sin>. <laughs> 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 Yo, these puns are on point. Sin, um, uh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, the, ooh, this is why we're both hosting. That was good. This is why we're best friends. <laughs> this is, this is, that was good. Sin, um, uh, ooh. but yeah, she was, she was like, yeah, I heard you went to the movie. She's like, she's like, we don't do that here. She's like, that's really bad. We don't do that here. And, and like, it's like, there have been people that went to the movies and had to literally go in front of the church during service and confess in front of the entire service. I didn't have to at that point because I was I was new to the church, but she was like, we don't do that. Like, that's bad, blah, blah, blah. Right. This is coming from the same person I found out later was sleeping around with somebody in the church. They was fornicating. They had they were not married. They had a baby outside of wedlock, and then they had Ooh. to leave the church because of that baby. Ooh, like I'm like, but I went to the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> well, the word sin is in the word, Julius. Like honestly, it's extra it? bad. God was like. God was like, listen, you're going to hell because you you went to the movies, but this one, eh. she's she's like, <laughs> tap tap on tap on the wrist, <laughs> bro. I will literally, but, but but you're right. Like it's literally like the people. It's like those priests that literally are like, you need to repent. You need to you need to go apologize to God for what you've done and do better. And then it's like three weeks later, you saw on the news that dude was like molesting people, and you're like. You sat there and had me crying on the floor, making me feel bad because I so will tater tot and lot about it. And then you're over, <laughs> you over here diddling little boys, my diddling. dude. Like what? Ser seriously, brother Joseph. Sir, I know, bro, Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> <laughs> that 
that's where he went. <laughs> where did you come from? Where did you go? <laughs> Seriously, though, they'd be the craziest ones. I, and I don't, I don't know why. It's crazy stuff too. It's not like oh they lied or they or they had sex with somebody one time. It's like they're running a sex trafficking ring under their house and they're breeding pit bulls that are gonna go to another realm and bring back different deities. Like it's like yeah. insane things that don't even make sense. And then it's like you are going to hell going because to hell. you ate crab. Yep. That's yep. it. Yep. That Sebastian was just chilling under the mm -hmm. sea. What have you done? Mm -hmm. Repent. 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 Be gone, demon. But, <laughs> hold on. Demons be gone. <laughs> Demons be gone. Exactly. Exactly. I saw you with those open-toed shoes. You wearing sandals? You wearing is sandals? That your, is that when, your ankle? Is that did I see? Did I see feet? See, that's a sin. That's a sin because you know oh. that there are people out there that got foot fetishes. That was that's the reason why. But everything's a fetish, dude. Yeah, yeah like, seriously, everything. <laughs> seriously, everything. But yeah, you can see that content in episode two. Yep. <laughs> nice, nice plug there. Nice, nice. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, the craziest stuff there. I mean, I know churches that couldn't go to amusement parks. They could, so then what do they do? They just they just eat. That's all they do. That's literally all they can really do. They go home or they go to a restaurant, they eat, get big, go to church, sweat off a little bit, pray the cinema away. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw that. <laughs> we saw it at the same time. I think we were both like, <laughs> pray the cinema. <laughs> Out of wedlock, man, we don't do that here. I know. <laughs> We don't, we don't engage in the twister. We don't engage in the hokey pokey. <laughs> we don't the hokey pokey. <laughs> we do not. We do not go up and down, turn ourselves around. <laughs> the hokey pokey is not what it's all about. <laughs> Chris, stop your face. <laughs> stop. I'm seriously we don't. Demons be gone. <laughs> Demons be gone. We do not play Twister. We do not do the hokey pokey. We do not play backgammon. <laughs> we do not. <laughs> we do not. <laughs> I'm like, what would be another one? <laughs> we don't play we, hide and go seek. We, we, what we you don't seeking? Play, we, I know, right? What are you seeking? We don't play Candyland. It's not the Lord. <laughs> no, we don't play shoots and ladders. We know we what play, the shoot is. We don't play trouble. The name's <laughs> in the worst, then. Trouble. We, we don't play risk. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what you need to be playing is Uno, and don't you be doing that reverse. Chris, Chris, come here. No Don't plus do the two. Reverse. You can't add two. Don't do the <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we learned that somebody was playing Uno wrong. They thought that they could do house rules. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Chris and Julius have exited the building. <laughs> 
Chris did a reverse, and her friend that humiliated her did a plus four. I tried to stack two light colors. I don't <laughs> 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 I have tears <laughs> running down my face. Trying to pick up four and I'm putting a matching card down for shame. Chris tried to connect four. Be gone, dude. Connect four. Yeah, she tried to connect four. <laughs> connect four. <laughs> Three. <laughs> Three. She's playing that crisscross. Crossfire. Hey. It's called oh. Crossfire. <laughs> Who sunk her battleship? We'll never know. <laughs> I bet it was that slutty Jameis boy, Seth. <laughs> He's got them bedroom eyes on. You know what he wants. He knows what else. <laughs> you ever see an old woman in the church and it was her mouth? She'd be like. <laughs> you like. Like, you speaking in tongues, Edith? Like, <laughs> you're like, Sister Edith, are you okay? <laughs> Chris is by. She's trying to double dutch. <laughs> we don't do that double dutch around here. <laughs> They're trying to double, baby. I'm pansexual. You know how in that movie, uh, what was it? Jump, well, jump in. It was with a uh, Corbin Blue, and they had like the seven different jump ropes going at one time. Yeah. <laughs> and they all get tangled up when I fall on my face. See, it's really, it's a really good explanation. She over here playing dodgeball. <laughs> we don't dodge shit. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my god. For shame. For shame. Demons be gone. Demons be gone. Let me. Demons be gone. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's just a that's just a snippet. Oh, the crap, man! I let me tell you, I'm so happy that we live in a time where the internet is a thing because I learned so much. Like, I can't like I I hope nobody ever sees <laughs> my Google history because I'm trying to figure out everything this is coming from a person who thought that that if you were gay you were going to hell back in the day to i want to learn everything about you know what i'm saying like to get to the person i am today i had to learn i had to learn i had to learn that's, that's mood i, had to I learn. mean so going I back to episode one uh, there was a part where I said that I didn't know what an orgasm was until I had one, and it almost gave me a heart attack. Right. Bro, whenever I tell you I got on the computer so fast, I was like, <laughs> Look what happened to me. Like, 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 like he what left, he went home, and I was like, What? Yeah, it was like, Am I, I going like to die? <laughs> you sound like it, it would be like you sound like one of the, like the average person going to a mechanic. Be like, so what's the problem, ma'am? Well, it uh, it, it made like a, huh, and then it sounded <laughs> like a. <laughs> I 
it Fuck sounded off. it sounded like a like a chitron, and then and then there was like a, a noise, and then <laughs> this happened, and there was okay. this fluid coming out, and I don't know what I don't know what yeah. I hit. So the, so, the, so the mechanic's just taking a look at you stone face, and they're just like, "Okay, that that's a real easy fix. You just had an orgasm, ma'am." All right, what's right? that? <laughs> what's that? What's how that? much does it well, cost? How do how I fix much? it? Well, no, it, it doesn't cost anything unless you're into that. Um, <laughs> doesn't cost a thing unless you're into that. If it, all right now. Uh, <laughs> Now I just deal with cars, ma'am. <laughs> I just deal with cars. You have to go to a doctor. <laughs> I mean, that is what it is, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but no, for real, I really did. I googled all of that. I was uh, like, "How does this work? Why is this a thing?" Like, and also, can we talk it like? <laughs> Like we're not taught from any angle, especially the church or our oh backgrounds, God, no. like about like sex and anything about our body parts. Like I did not understand the full like no. biology of a vagina until I was like, dude, like old like it's honestly kind of like pathetic. I think I was like nineteen mm-hmm. whenever I officially knew that there was like labia and a clitoris and a vaginal opening and a urethra and that they're all separate because I didn't yeah. like biology was like it, like health class in high school was that it was that guy from fucking mean girls where he's like don't have sex because you will get pregnant right. and die right. like that, 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 that was literally <laughs> it but they told you that there's a vagina and that when you do this whole number baby it doesn't baby um there's a baby um <laughs> So, like, I didn't know any of that. And then I went into a line of work where I kind of needed to know about the, that part of my body. Right. And I started Googling everything, and I was like, I had no idea. There was, uh, there was a magic button down there. Nobody told me. Oh, my God. I I learned college taught me so much. Um, <laughs> oh. College taught me so much things that I didn't even know exist. Like, Okay, so I was a resident assistant in my junior year of college, which is like you have a floor, you're kind of like in charge of that floor or whatever. And and so they were like, they were like, we need to take you to all the different centers around campus. And they're going to do presentations to get you to know about the type of residents you might be in charge of. Right. And so I'm like, so they're taking us to, you know, like the African American Center, Asian American Center. Uh, they took us to the Rainbow Center, and I was like, asked questions that I was never asked before. You know, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is so awkward." But the 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 one that was most shocking to me—it's not shocking to me now—but at the time, they showed us, they talked to us about um, transgendered people, and I had never, ever heard of what a transgender person was up to that point. Heard? You never heard of it? Never. I was, I was super sheltered, Chris, super sheltered. So I'm like, I'm sitting there like, not, I'm I'm like, what is this? Like, oh, okay. They're, they're kind of describing it. Oh, you know, the gender dysphoria, you know, say it's a guy, say they were born with male genitalia, think they're a girl, blah, 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 whatever. And I'm like, this is real? Like, where's, Where's Ashton Kutcher? You know what I mean? Like, I was not sure. And, like, I legit did not think it was real. And then they literally showed us a surgery. 
I kid you not. That's a lot to take in. When that you was have a lot to what's take. going on. They should. So I, I will never forget it. I know how they turn a male genitalia into female genitalia and vice versa. And my sheltered self was like, <laughs> like, what the heck? This is real. <laughs> like, oh my God, this is happening to me. So right essentially now. what you're telling me is that you were emotional damage. <laughs> <laughs> you that's what that's what happened. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm sure they streamlined it more by now. I'm sure they're a little more sensitive about it. Perhaps they don't show the surgery. Maybe they right. just talk about it. But they were like, they were like, listen, you're going all in. We're we're showing you everything, blah blah blah, whatever. But at the same time, it was kind of like, okay, so I really got to open my mind about what is out there in the world, you know? Right. So I feel that like where I was, you know, like where I was kind, I was sheltered. But also, this area so badly want want wanted and wants to have an LGBTQ exclusive inclusive um, community. Mm-hmm. Like we really long for that, and we have ever since I remember. So I grew up with a lot of gay friends or a lot of bi friends. I mean, we were all, we were all closeted as hell, you know. Yeah. But I mean, I wasn't because I just didn't care. But um, I I literally remember the. <laughs> never um so <laughs> i'm sorry that got see, me see now um, you have to add oh i'm sorry i was gonna say you gotta add to the soundboard now uh the part jafar and aladdin where he's like cosmic power yes i can feel it phenomenal <laughs> cosmic power um so the lgbtq community has existed like underground or like in secret for i'm talking like so long like since i was a kid Mm. and i met my first transgender person whenever i was in college and i married them so i literally had never even I, i knew i knew what they were I, I knew the concept because I was part of the I was part of the queer community, so I knew about them. Right. But I had never met somebody who was transgender, and then I go to college, and there's like a like an alliance group, which is like an LGBTQ positive place on campus. So I started going there so that I could have some friends, and that's where I met like my first non-binary person. Mm-hmm. And my first, uh, like they, them, my first transgender person, my first, I don't know person. And I was like, this, like, wow. I, I, I just, I didn't know there was that much. I didn't know. I didn't know there was a word for me being polyamorous. No, that was a thing. I didn't yeah. know pansexual was a thing. Yeah. And I didn't know that gender <laughs> queer was a thing that all of these things that I didn't have words for that I just thought were like, abstract sin that i got like residual sin left over from being gay i guess that i didn't know there were like words for that and like communities and people that actually felt like me and it was really cool but also really overwhelming <laughs> yeah I, th- I think like i think like even just knowing just how brainwashed i was and where i came from i i think that's part of the reason why i am so open-minded now and why i am very much like 
oh, we need to have conversations. We need to like understand each other. Why, why I said that crazy thing on, it might've been the last episode where it's like, I would even talk to a Ku Klux Klan member, but I'd be aware of my escape points, but only because I'm just like, I'm aware that I was equally as brainwashed about different things, right, wrong, and in between. And so like, <clears throat> I don't know, I, I just, my my only uh hang up now the only ones that i am very you know how there's words like sexist racist whatever well i am very fill in the blank ist toward assholes that's right is there a word for that asshole list i don't know i'll work on it but <laughs> that's the if you're i don't care if you're whatever race gender you forgot trans. about you forgot about pedophiles you left pedophiles off the list again oh i keep doing that but <laughs> I <can't>, <laughs> see, I don't think about them, <laughs> but no, but, um, but yeah, if you're an asshole, like, I just forget you. I don't care. Like if, if we can't even have a conversation because it's all about your ego and narcissism and you're right. And I'm wrong. I'm big, you're strong, whatever. I'm just like, there's nothing you can do. Miss Trunchbull, Matilda. Great movie. So anyway, I <laughs> it's unraveled for like 10 seconds. <laughs> There was like ten seconds of Julius unhinged. Yeah, I I can't I can't deal with those kind of people, and you know I come across them from time to time because obviously we have this whole publishing business thing going on, and so I come across them, and man, oh my god, I, you know how how they like I, I'm I'm getting better at being able to spot them, so. From a mile away, I'm just like mm. <laughs> you sound like you could be an asshole. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> but otherwise, I don't know. I try to, I try to talk to people based on like where they are, and if they're cool and open-minded slash willing to have a conversation, then I am too. You know, I mean, I, I've come right. across people that Likewise. I've come across people that still have like old beliefs that i had and um but they're willing to have a conversation and so we're able to talk we're able to work together you know so i feel that i also have tried to because looping back into last episode um when we talked about like having grace for other people uh i tried to start out with a base of grace and understanding for everyone and we can either go up from there or down yeah um yeah. but like I have a really good friend and like she asks me questions about my DID all the time or about like just like trauma and she's very, very blatant about it. She's like, do you ever feel like like X is the result of Y and that's the reason for Z? Like she, mm, she is yeah. very, very like, this is what I want to know. And like seven years ago, I would have been like, screw you. Like, why would you why would you ask that? Yeah. But yeah. now I'm but now I'm like yeah i think that that that's a viable thing and i've actually i tell my friends and i told you whenever i met you like i am a open book and i will answer anything about anything even if it's uncomfortable because what if somebody out there needs to hear it and also how are you going to understand me better if i don't let you in i have to be willing to have uncomfortable conversations if we're going to move past anything that's not surface level that's an interesting point i Cause it's like, there's obviously things about me that, that I wish more people knew, but like, it's kind of like, you kind of hit that 
oh, but what will happen? What am I trying to accomplish? What things am I going to mess up? Like, especially, you know, I got like kids to think about too, you know, stuff like that. Um, so I admire that you can be like purely open book. Your cover is like glass, you know, like it's just, it's not easy though. No, I bet. I I don't really have like, you can right now be like, tell me something terrible that happened to you. And I'll be like, I don't really remember it. Cause it's like trauma and my DID ate it. So I remember it through somebody else's perspective, but mm. here's this story. And then I'll be like, I'm uncomfortable and kind of tired. Can we change the topic? But we can talk more later. Like, gotcha. I will never directly be like, no, I'm not telling you that. Yeah. Because what if me telling you that whenever I was, this is hypothetical, this didn't actually happen, that whenever I was seven, I got shot in the leg, that maybe you were like, hey, whenever I was like 13, I saw somebody that I love get shot in front of me and it's bothered me ever since. Can we talk about that? Like right. maybe me giving you a piece is enough for you to give me entire parts of who you are so that I can know you better. And so that maybe somebody else that's out there that needs that comfort can have that too. Mm. That there are people that have yeah. similar pieces that you're not alone. Right. Right. That's yeah. That's good. I mean, like, I know, I know, I don't know. I guess I could tell something about that with you. Cause I know I opened up to you a lot. Like pretty, immediately. Pretty early. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I don't know why I'm talking. She's a witch. <laughs> She's casting spells. <laughs> oh, I have a story for that. <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> people tell me that. People tell me that all the time that I'm a really easy person to talk to. Like, people that don't know me very well are like, I don't know why I'm telling you this. I'm like, okay, let's talk. How can I help? What do you need? That's awesome. I mean, that's a good thing. I, I mean, I do feel like everyone should have people in their corner that they can ask any question to like no matter how insane crazy maybe prep it first like, like can i ask you like a really crazy question I'm like oh god where's my where's my hot chocolate or something i don't know i gotta prep i love i love when people say this might be too personal but i'm like it's probably not but go ahead yeah my thing <laughs> is like can we have an awkward conversation Ooh, I don't like that. <laughs> we That's have... weird. I don't know. <laughs> that instantly makes me like. You're like, what's about to happen? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I, I just. I don't know. I think everyone just everyone just needs to connect more. And I, I just I hear instances of like not to get dark, but like, I don't know, like violence and, and certain things or like even the whole thing about bullies and stuff like that. Usually they come from like broken homes and stuff like that. And it's just like, man, like everybody just needs love and connection. Oh. <laughs> I play with my wedding, wedding ring sometimes. I don't know. I just be like, I used to, I used to do that all the time. Yeah. I would just like fidget with it. Yeah. I don't know why it's a thing. That was really hard to get used to not having a ring on my finger. I had one on there for so long mm. that whatever uh, I went through my separation and I took it off, I was like, where's my fidget thing? <laughs> where's my like, fidget thing? What do I do? <laughs> you, you double down, you get the actual fidgeter. Like, <laughs> Well, I have a question for you, though. Like, This is okay. random. Sure. 
Would you ever get married again? Maybe. Maybe. Um, So I have, this is going to sound so stupid, so please bear with me. No, no problem. Uh, Most of my friendships or relationships have never made it past five years. Um, I don't know why. People just get sick of me, I guess. Um, So I have told Charles that if we are together and I feel like enough things have stayed compatible and healthy at five years that we can talk about getting engaged. And then after we get engaged, I will marry him at some point, but I have to make sure that he's not going to turn into a sociopath on me after I say yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I and, totally get that. But I'm not changing my last name. I'm going to be Chris Garcia, and I, it's not going anywhere. That's going to be the way it is. And yeah. he's been really accepting and really cool of that. Yeah. I mean, he sounds like a cool guy, so I'm sure he's thinking, like, I know where she's coming from because she did have that rough, sudden change with her last marriage so it makes yeah. sense yeah. yeah yeah he's super understanding and he gets it and we're like coming up on five years like this oh really August will be will be our five years that was my uh, next so, question wow. but like as we're getting closer to that day i'm like like this is the insecurity i'm like he's gonna wake up tomorrow and be sick of me or i like in the middle of like us hanging out i'm like oh my god like does he still want to talk to me like the i'm literally like fidgeting because like i'm so nervous like thinking about it because like yeah. That 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 number five man, people just like check out on me, and I'm just like, I don't expect us to make it past it. I want us to, but like I'm just convinced that like three weeks before our five year anniversary, he's gonna be like, yeah, actually, like no, I'm good. I'll be like, uh, right, okay, <laughs> nah, <laughs> that's, it, that's fine. <laughs> if anything, he'll pull a, a paranormal activity. Like you just wake up, he's standing over the bed. It's like the day. <laughs> The day after five years, he's just like, <laughs> get your hatches out, whack, 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 whack. <laughs> or you wait, or 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 even better, you wake up, you wake up, your eyes flutter open, and he's by your side of the bed on one knee with the ring. You're just like, God dang it, Charles! <laughs> right? <laughs> I have rules. Like my. He's hair. like, it's just an engagement. It's not marriage. It's just an engagement. <laughs> why are you? Why are you so nervous? I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, I definitely think I would get married again if, if, as long as I feel like it's not going to like immediately fall apart in like six, six, six seconds, you know? Yeah. Because it's expensive, man. Like marriage is not that expensive, but divorce is, and it's a pain in the ass. I'm just it not is. doing it again. I told Charles one way or another, if we get married, we're staying married. Either I'm going to be a widow or we're going to stay married. <laughs> and you can interpret that however you want, but I'm not doing this shit again. Be like, listen, you you are connected to me in some way. It's either you're gonna be with me forever, or you're gonna be with Remington. Well, you're gonna be with Remy forever. In the spirit world. In the, in the spirit realm. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to gotta do the Catholic. <laughs> Shout out to Remington the raccoon. <laughs> but yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay, I, I was dying to know just where where you were at. You know, I, I'm I'm sure it's it will suck no matter what. But I mean, no matter like, what, it's going to stress me out like really bad. Yeah. I'm going to be stressed out the whole fucking time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I totally get it. Like, totally you know that meme it. of uh, Bob from Bob's Burgers, and he's like, "Fine, I'll do," but I'm going to complain the whole time. <laughs> That'll be you. 
That'll I'll be playing the whole time. <laughs> well, let me know if you guys do get married. I'll get you guys a gift, or you don't have to invite oh. me, but you know. Oh, I'm gonna invite you. Uh, like, <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be like there. I'm gonna invite you. Because I'm totally. By that, yeah. <laughs> by that time, we're gonna be the best of friends. Like, oh, okay. it's gonna be great. And so, I mean, we're already like pre we're already like really good friends. But like, by the time that I get married, like you'll wake up in the morning and say hi to your wife, and roll over and be like, "Good morning, bestie. How are you today?" <laughs> I'm gonna have a raccoon tie. <laughs> Oh god, no! <laughs> I almost said I almost said a raccoon on my shoulder, but I decided I was like, "Yeah, it's a wedding." We'll... No, I if you don't come with a raccoon on your shoulder, I don't want to see you there. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you said, you were gonna do a raccoon on your shoulder. Why is it a skull? Like, <laughs> that's, like that's a little too far. It's cl it's close enough. <laughs> yeah, with the with a soundboard mic in it. So, does anyone object to these two <laughs> getting married? <laughs> Remy, shut up. <laughs> you got an invitation through me. You're my plus Why? one. Why are you so mad? I know, like, geez. Your wife's at home, like, crying, like, why did he take fucking raccoon? I, I, I have know. to take Remy or he'll curse our lives. I'm sorry, I have to do it. I had to make a decision. I did this for us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I hope that everything works out great for you and Charles and whoever else you might, you know, end up with as well and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So. Bro, we have had really bad luck looking for like with both of us dating. Like Charles talked to this girl for like a total of three weeks, and he was like, mm -mm. "I've talked to people off and on for like the past two years, and it's just like." So at this point, it's just it's the Chris and Charles show. The it's Chris. all right. That's okay. Yeah, we like it. I Man. like him. He's he's a cool dude. I guess he's pretty neat. He seems real cool. He's neat. Yeah. He gets the tall things down for me. I can't reach. <laughs> oh, but just so you know, I don't know if you're aware of this. I am really short. I am five zero. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, and Charles is six two. So. <laughs> All right. There I'll be go. like, baby, I can't get it down. He's <laughs> like, I got you. He's like. Shoots and ladders. That's what they call me. <laughs> but but nah but yeah i man i yeah I, I hope everyone just finds finds their person and stuff like that i got really i got really lucky so like considering that you're not able to date you're not able to all that stuff whatever i got so like i never date funny enough as much as i was brainwashed and into the church i had enough sense to not date anyone in the church Everyone that I've ever dated has ever been outside the church because everyone, okay, let me preface this. Not everyone, <clears throat> but with that being said, everyone in the church is kind of crazy and very high maintenance. And can I tangent for two seconds? Yeah. Is it pronounced preface? Is that how you, is that how it's actually supposed to be pronounced? I believe. Because I have read it as preface my entire life. And preface. I'm a little shook. Preface. This is the third time that I've heard somebody say it preface. And it is preface. I literally just Googled it and heard the sound. Preface. Here. Maybe you can hear it if I do this. Preface. Preface. 
Did you hear it? I, I didn't, but I believe you. Oh, okay. How, how, much, how many people have heard this freaking Backwood Hicks say pre preface? Preface? Like, like, <laughs> Let me preface this. <laughs> That's how it's spelled. Like, why is it pronounced preface? That's stupid. Uh, it's preface. Like, I'm so it's preface later. I hate I hate English. God, this stupid this language. Okay, so you met preface. your wife. You're you're blessed. Pre you preface, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because funny in a weird way, even though like people, even though the like the girls that were in the church, they were all very high maintenance, like prissy trope. Because because it was a very like men oriented uh, thing. You know, man is the head of household, whatever. So basically, all the girls were trophy wives, quote unquote. So it was kind of crazy because they were all like high maintenance. Um, not, oh, this sounds so mean to say, but I mean, it's true. Not a lot of substance to them. It was kind of like, listen, you should date me or you can't date. You should marry me because I'm pretty and I wear fashionable clothing and I can bury your children. And that's it. That was like their whole thing, but it was like everyone's right. thing. And so it was kind of like, I never dated inside the church because I was like, I want to build with someone. I want someone that I can like, I can be like gives, I don't know, say an idea to someone and they come back at me with like equal ideas or logic or I want someone, I don't know. But anyway, I, yeah. So I found her in college and I was like, I mean, I knew quick. I knew quick. Oh, yeah. that's cute. Yeah, I knew very fast. I saw her around campus a few times, and then one day, we just happened to be passing her in the hall of our dorm room. I didn't even know she lived in the same dorm as me, which is great. But um, saw her there, and I was just like, "Hey!" I like <laughs> when she tells it. She's like, "Yeah, I thought I thought he was like like what the heck? Why is he stopping me?" <laughs> like, but I was just like, "Hey, I see you everywhere. I, I just I have to know your name. Like, what what's your name?" Aww. And so she gave me her name, and then I saw her again a little while later, became friends, started dating. I told her I loved her so fast, and she was just like, whoa, chill. And I like, <laughs> <laughs> she, <laughs> but I was, I was smitten. I was like, checklist on paper, had everything. She was beautiful. She was smart. She was, she was like driven. She just everything. Like, she's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So like literally, so it was really funny because later on, um, I had a fallen out with a friend and, um, he, he like told one of our other friends a lie. He was like, yeah. So when he like, um, becomes successful, he's going to leave her like talking about me. Like I'm going to leave yeah. my wife or whatever. And so when I, when that got relayed to me, the friend who told me was already like kind of like laughing like this is this is hilarious and i laughed because i was like for who for who for what <laughs> for why for what i have <laughs> i was like she has nothing to worry about she's everything i want so wow just... that's cute yeah oh no, nah, I'm never leaving. I'm like, man, if we ever broke up, it's because she ditched me. It ain't, I'm here to stay. So <laughs> I'm like, she ain't got nothing to worry about with me. Wow. <laughs> we need a segment dedicated to letting you. I can rant all day about her. She's she's incre she's an incredible person. You'll you'll meet her someday, Chris, for sure. 
Right. And, um, oh my gosh. No, I feel like a, I already have. Like you've talked to incredible. talked about her uh, so much to me. I feel like I've like spiritually known this person. Yeah. Wow. I love that. Yeah. I mean, you know, some people don't ever find someone or they just don't want to, and that's chill. But like if you do, like make sure it's the right person, y'all. Don't just settle because you don't want to be alone. That's just the worst. Don't do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't do that. And that, and that's why I'm like so fortunate. Like, you know, I'm just like wow like what are the odds that i got exactly the person i want to be with considering all the crap that i went through in the odds like you can't even really date and the insane thing is she grew up in like a presbyterian church which was very much like um oh the the thing i told you earlier come on sunday we'll talk about love blah 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 stuff like that you know and she grew up in that and yet somehow she loved me enough to go to my insane church for 10 years like 10 years like a decade like every once in a while i'll ask her i'll be like why in the world did you stick with me for that long like our church was insane and she's just like i loved you that much like i wasn't gonna find anyone like you and like you're awesome and same we're in love we're still in love we've been together since 2003 so I'm still, yeah, I'm still, I'm, like, lit- I'm literally going to cry. Like, that is so cute. <laughs> we, we are still in love. So it do- you can get married and it doesn't necessarily have to just die down. You know, I mean, can like- we talk about that? Can we talk about the fact that you literally like disabled people can't get married because they'll lose their benefits. Like gay people fought for literally like decades to be able to get their rights. Like you couldn't even marry somebody who was a different race of you for, for a long time. Yeah. And then you have like just straight white people that are like, oh, you know, ball and chain. <laughs> You oh, know, I hate that. Once hate you get that. married, you know, it all just kind of sucks it out of there. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, dude, shouldn't you be happy? Yeah. Like, shouldn't you wake up every day? Like, that is my spouse. That is my person. Like, that Seriously. person chose me. That person. I'm not even married to Charles. I'm just like, damn, look at this man. Look <laughs> at this man who does all these things for me. Right. Look, look at this person who literally, like, goes out of his way to just 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 tell me like be kind to me like one of my alters like she's a kid and she loves blueberries and charles makes sure that we keep blueberries in the fridge in case she comes out that's cute like he is literally the most attentive person ever and y'all out here like getting married and shit not even liking the person that you're marrying why would you do that yeah don't do that (laughs) don't Don't do do that that. as somebody uh, who got dissed by somebody who was married to someone who didn't like them don't do that (laughs) Yeah, do not do not do do that. I I feel like people need a lot more long term thinking, like because it's like some people marry for looks and it's like, I get it. You want to be attracted to the person you're with. I get that. Um, But at the same time, those looks are going to be gone someday. It doesn't matter how handsome or how gorgeous you are. Like if you are 100 years old, I'm sorry, you don't look the same. And so things don't even work the same. So it's like it can't all be the physical stuff like you want someone that you're going to, if I'm going to go out dying, I want to die. My wife told me an awesome joke or something like that. I'm like, oh my God, I died with a smile on my face. Like, that was yeah. You know? Like, you want someone that you can hang out with. Like, I- I'm a fan of, you know, marrying your best friend or something similar. You got to be attracted to them. Right. For sure. Like, I know there are best friends like, eh, I'm just not feeling them. I get that. But like, 
if you're attracted to them to them and it's like they're your best friend but maybe they're not like the bad boy or maybe they're not like super sensual or i don't know whatever i don't i'm just like listen just go for it you'll have a blast because when you guys are both going to work and especially like if you're having kids or you're you're just life like you need that person who's going to be there for when you do have that downtime like there are weeks where just with all the things going on me and my wife will only have like a good two hours to really have real quality hanging out time together in like the course of a week but during those two two hours it's amazing and like literally last week all we had was a lunch together and we were both just like oh my god that was so awesome i know that was so good oh i can't wait to do that again all right and back to life you know so i feel that yeah I feel that uh, I told you that, you know, whenever Charles died, Charles was my friend before we started dating. Like we were just, we clicked really easy. Like he, he's still my best friend. Like whenever I come home from work and I have that look on my face and he's like, what he do to you? He's like, who made you mad today? And I'm like, <laughs> and he'll be like, fill my cup. And I'm like, so this bitch. And he's just like, right, right. <laughs> And likewise, like, he'll come home and I'll be like, how was your day? And he's like, I'm like, ooh, fill my cup. Yeah. Like, marry someone that you fucking like. Like, why is that hard? Right. Nah, yeah. You you need to, everyone needs to find that person. They're out there. They're totally out there. Like, I don't know. I I mean, like, I tell my wife all the time, like, because we are so busy and we're trying to do different things, like, um, like for example, she was a teacher. She's going to be principal of her school. Okay. Now, That's yeah. A lot of responsibility, though. I know. Well, the crazy thing was is she was originally going to think about um, not stopping to teach to work with me, and so we were like excited about that. But then they talked to her about the principal position, and it was it was one of those things where it's like, ah, oh, I got it. I got to give it a shot. Yeah. See if it if it's for me, kind of thing, whatever. And I'm like, listen, girl. If it, I got you if it don't work out it's okay you know we could you could work with me but (laughs) but at the same time um so yeah so it's like we're crazy busy and stuff but um you know i let her know like if you feel neglected in any way like just tell me i'll drop everything you know and vice versa you know what would everything it's like like last night um my sister-in-law took the kids and so we went out and let me tell you it was a horrible night on paper it was horrible but we had a good time because we forgot that it was valentine's day weekend and so all the restaurants all the places are like booked up and we didn't know (laughs) we tried to go to this one restaurant you're just trying to go out and have some food and you're like why is the wait four hours (laughs) no seriously we we tried to go to this one restaurant and the funny thing was we put ourselves on the waiting list online an hour ahead of time and then we drove there and then they were like i was like yeah we're on the waiting list and he (laughs) he looked at his tablet or whatever Mm -hmm. and he was like okay yeah i saw that you um you got on the waiting list like an hour ago okay so the wait is still two hours and a half i was like Oh Jesus, take the wheel! I was like, <laughs> I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. 
who is waiting two hours and a half after But people a meal. are doing it. But people yeah. are doing it. I was like, I don't need some jalapeno poppers that bad. Come on now. So so yeah, it was just the whole the whole night was like that. We tried different restaurants, everything's terrible. The the our main meal ended up being like popcorn at the movies because we had gotten tickets at, at the cinema. At the sin, at the sin. And <laughs> but it's great because um we ended up seeing Death on the Nile, this mystery yeah. movie. But the way my wife's brain works and stuff, she she's really smart or whatever. She like solved it like five minutes in. She was like, it's this. And I'm just like this girl, like, I can't even. <laughs> I do that with Charles all the time. We'll be watching something, and I'm like, ooh, my writer brain is doing the twisties. I was like, no, I know I know how plots work, because I write things for a living. I'm telling you X, Y, Z, B. And he's like, no, and then it ends up being that. And he's like, how do you do that? <laughs> how do you <laughs> well, do that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I call my wife my consultant, unofficial consultant. So, I love that. so like whenever I need an issue, even with fantasy world, I can't update her on everything. Cause there's a million updates mm-hmm. every day, but like, so I give her the highlights, like, Oh, here's the top three important things, but sometimes I'll need help. And I'm just like, I'm like, consultant, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> like, here's my dilemma. What cover do I use or what blah, blah, blah. And she's like, that one. and I'm like, okay, cool. That was great. Whatever. So, <laughs> but yeah. We did not mean to have a love fest, but I guess it, I guess it works with a Valentine's Day. It does. Episode. We still went. We still went through the demons, though. We were there for like forty-five minutes. With just straight demons. With just de- <laughs> demons turned to angels. Oh, one thing that I didn't mention though, since we were on the love topic, mm-hmm. so something that's important for me, we were talking about like you know being compatible with your partner beforehand. Yeah. Because I am such a religious person, I really can't be with anybody that doesn't believe in God, mm. which sucks a little bit because there are a lot of people that I am like head over heels in love with and would like marry tomorrow. Right. But that that thing is like, it's really, really important to me. Let's dive into that. <laughs> let's. let's <laughs> No, this is this is cur- this is interesting to me. So like so like is it I'm gonna put my Dr. Phil hat on. No, but um is it like the fact that I don't know, you tell me like what <laughs> I don't know which way I will go with this. Um for me, uh in the Bible it says that you are to be equally yoked with your significant other. Right. And for me, that doesn't equate to like money or intelligence or anything like that. It's like a foundation, like a core of five things. Mm. And one of my five things is religion because like God and Christ and like the way that I view the world is so impacted by my religion that I feel like I couldn't romantically like be committed forever to somebody who doesn't believe in God for the fact that it's such an important part of who I am. Like, I want my kids to grow up reading the Bible. I want my kids to grow up with a foundation of God 
And if they decide they don't want to follow that, then that's for them to decide. But it's something that I want to teach them and show them why it matters to me. And I feel like if I had a partner that I could handle agnostic, I could handle that. I can handle there's a higher power, there's something. I can handle that. I can't handle not at all. And it's not that I can't be friends with people who are atheists. Like literally in my entire like seven of my best friends are atheists. Two of them are pagan. One of them's a Wiccan. One of them's a witch. Like I literally don't care. Yeah. It's it's just for me personally. Like before I go to sleep at night, I pray with Charles before we go to bed. Gotcha. Like before before we eat dinner, we pray. Mm-hmm. Like it's just something that's really important to me. No, that no that that's if if it's really important to you, then I mean, for sure, like. Yeah, I totally get that. Especially like there would be a conflict, like say you're raising the kids and, but yet at the same time, you know, your partner doesn't necessarily like have your back on it. Like even if they're, um, okay. So like an example probably would be, um, like my wife wanted to do Santa Claus. Right. Um, and you know, like the magic with the kids and everything like that. And, uh, spoil spoiler alert for anyone that still believes in Santa, you might want to leave the show. But anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot, Chris! I know. Well, no, what do you mean? I know. Um, but anyway, so wait, are you serious? Wait, what do you mean? Wait, are you serious? Wait, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you had me. You had me. I was like, you had me. I was like, wait. The like, fear was so genuine. You were like, <laughs> I was like, I was so concerned. I was genuinely concerned. I was like, oh, okay, never mind. We don't have to go over the sample. But that's how but much he, I would. I care. I care. But he you. was there in Narnia. I don't he know was, what you mean. <laughs> ooh, Narnia. Ooh. Oh God. Oh. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Back. Hold on. Okay. All right. So <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Keep it. In. But yeah. Anyway. So um, <laughs> I saw someone literally left. <laughs> They're like. Someone literally left. But anyway, um, yeah, she wanted to do the Santa Claus thing. And I was like, uh, I was like, my per I was like, I'm fine if you do it. I'm I'm fine. But like I personally don't feel um hey Nanya, I didn't say Santa's not real. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. You assumed. No, I'm playing. <laughs> but Mike will be okay. This is, she's, she's fine. She's fine. Right. But yeah, so I was like, I, I don't feel, I don't feel like I would personally want to do it just because like, it's not lying per se, but I just, I don't feel comfortable with it, whatever. Right. So, so basically I'll go along with it, but you know, I'm not like championing it. I'm not going to be like, Hey guys, we got to make sure those cookies are out. I'm just kind of a background person, you know? Yeah. And so, but she did it with, you know, you know, for the years and whatever, she still does it with her littlest ones or whatever. And I'm like, eh, okay, that's fine. But I don't really feel comfortable with it, but I can kind of see where that is a small thing relative to something as foundational as, as, you know, God and, and religion and all that stuff. Like that's just one example, small example. And that's Santa. This is, mm-hmm. that's huge. This, this is the core of who I am. Right. No, so I, I get that. I have a crazy question for you. Yeah. What happens if you are married to someone? This is a hypothetical. You're married okay. to someone. They are on the same page with you, but then they change. 
and they don't believe in God any longer. We can have that conversation when that happens. Like, I feel like if that was to happen, that that would be a conversation that I'd be more than willing to have with my partner. Like, I'm never, I never immediately draw the line either with it. Like, I have dated people and talked to people who haven't believed in God. It's not immediately like, "Eh, no, it's, we need to have a serious, serious conversation about this so that you can understand how important it is to me. Like, as, as long as we could stay civil and we could still work through it and I still like it didn't change who they were as a person, mm-hmm. then I don't I don't see a problem with it. Okay. That's cool. As long as like I can still pray before dinner and I can still pray before bed and then that's not gonna be an issue, then that's okay. I would assume I would assume most people that yeah. actually cared and loved you would be like, We can totally pray before dinner. We could go to church if you want to. We could right. th- whatever. It's just but yeah, I mean, obviously, that's also hard to say what would happen too, because if their yeah. beliefs change that drastically, they might. What change. happened? Yeah, <laughs> true. That's another one. What did happen? Yeah, that's true. That's very. That's a good point. What about what about you? Like, hypothetically, like if 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 you didn't have your wife, like if you were single, what would your like what what is your thing that you have to have in a partner? Ooh, oh my god, oh, on the spot. Um. You do it to me, buddy. Come on. <laughs> Pull those bootstraps up, young man. Let's go. <laughs> I think I think the thing that I would want in a partner is someone that is um someone that is like it's a, it's a weird way to put it, but I'll just say it. Kind of like they're a complete person, like they know who they are and they're sure of themselves. Mm-hmm. Um the money doesn't really matter. Looks mostly don't matter. All the superficial stuff like race and all that, you know, that all that definitely doesn't matter. Um, I just feel like it can't be, it can't be someone that is like, they're an adult and they, like they still don't know who they am, who they are. Like they're still they just kind of who they am. I know. I know. I'm an English major, y'all. Um, <laughs> Same. Preface. But anyway. Shut up. Oh I my know. god. Fuck off. <laughs> like I've been nothing but good. I have been nothing but good to you in our time. I, I know. I'm, and I'm, then I'm you're just gonna be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I apologize. You know, damage. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i i just I, as long as they're like a complete person in of themselves and they have some level of like like goals in their life i don't even care what the goals are but like yeah it can't be someone that's like my day is like i go to work i come home i watch i watch like netflix and that is my plan for the next 30 years like i, I don't right. know like <laughs> no i get you like I have met people like that, and that's fine for them. That's totally it's just, fine. It's not a romantic thing for you. No, like I want to have dreams. I don't know. No, I like that. No, that's good. That was a good answer. Oh, and I and I think because because I lived such a sheltered life where you're either at home or at church for like the first twenty five years of my life or whatever, I'm still in that like. I need to experience things. I want to mm-hmm. whatever, you know, and even, and even for my wife, like even to this day, like she's 
like I like to go out more than she does, you know? So there is some times where it'd be like, oh, you know, I'm going to back. Okay. So like back when Charles lived near me, cause he doesn't anymore. You jerk. But, <laughs> How could you? but back when he lived near me, you know, there'd be times where we'd go out and stay out late and stuff like that and whatever. And she doesn't mind because she understands that. Like I, you know, I need that and stuff. So that's good. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> With all that being said, it seems like dating is rough these days, though, from what I'm observing. Bro, we talked about this in the last episode, too. Yeah. I don't understand where the rift of us being independent people and then needing to know every second and every day where your partner is what they're doing who they're with what they're wearing what they're eating if they're thinking about you if they're breathing like i don't when did that happen because whenever i was a kid i don't remember people being like that no but now it's all around me like somebody at work was like said something the other day i don't know what it was and i was like hi honey can i get like whatever i get a cup of ranch for this table and um he was like don't call me honey like my wife is like here working like she can't she'll freak out and i'm like i i, I live in the south and i work in a restaurant like the word honey what Guess, yeah. and and i just when did when did that happen like somebody dead ass looked charles in the face and was like i'd fuck you and i was like right like isn't he look at this specimen what like look at this i mean they were just talking and like yeah. they were just like a friend and they yeah. were like oh fuck you and i was like right like specimen a whole specimen and i just don't understand how like i am like that and then people are like he hit the like button on a girl's picture i think it's over between us what <laughs> and people try to like blame it just on they're like social media social media is the problem that's the reason relationships don't last anymore no y'all got serious problems yeah like you all seriously want your partner to be your everything like i i I super super hate love songs where it's all like love stories where it's like this person is the part is the other missing part of me yada 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 because like you're already whole yes exactly like julius you're a whole person like your wife was a whole person before she was your wife like you are not julius your wife's spouse she is not julius's wife she is a person and you're a person together you make a couple right i am not charles's girlfriend i am chris right exactly charles is not my boyfriend he is charles right you are chris first (laughs) yes that is such a ah exactly i am already whole i didn't need him to make me whole i I am I, i am already a person right yeah, like me, me and yeah, me and my wife say to each other, like, like I, like I don't need you, I want you, and like, that's a big difference. And uh, this is so true. Like even when we were like first starting going out, like even other girls that I've dated, I, you know, I would tell them like, okay, one thing that you need to know about, I'm friends with a lot of girls, and I'm telling you that I'm with you. You don't have to worry about me stepping out. I'm loyal. I'm not going to cheat on you, whatever, stuff like that. But you have to trust me. Like if I'm going to the movies with my friend Jessica or something like that, we've been friends a long time. Like 
nothing is happening. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, I've had girlfriends that were really jealous. I've had girlfriends that we've broken up because I'm like, dude, you can't, you couldn't even, <laughs> couldn't even follow that one. You know what I mean? Like they just got crazy jealous. It's not like I'm doing anything. It's not like I'm, they're like sitting in my lap or anything. It's just, right. we're just hanging out. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand that. Like, I don't understand why you feel like you have to be the sole life source for your significant other. Like, they are allowed to need relationships that aren't with you. They yes. are allowed to need things from people that is not romantic, that is not from you. Yeah. Like, could you imagine, like, if you and I were dating and we mm -hmm. got into a huge fight yeah. and we were in a relationship where we were so toxic and boxed in that we had no one else to go to. So I can't talk to anybody else but the fact that I'm fighting with you, but you. Why right. would I want to do that? I'm, right. I'm pissed exactly. at you, motherfucker. <laughs> like, you made me, I don't want to talk Whoa. to you right now. I'm mad at you. No, I'm I know. I know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can't you can't escape it yeah exactly and every, everyone is different i just don't understand that thought process like i couldn't imagine not having my friends or me telling charles that he can't have his friends i just don't i don't get that i feel like people are so insecure in their relationships and they want to blame it on everything and i understand there are a lot of unfaithful people like you have men that cheat mm -hmm. and women who cheat and that sucks and when that happens, that's awful. Trust me, I know. But like, you can't treat everybody like they're not allowed to have anybody yeah. because of that. That's not fair. And like, even whenever I write, you will notice this the more that you read things for me, I purposely avoid the you are my soulmate trope. Mm. I don't like it. Like, yeah. I'll read it from somebody else. That's fine. I don't like it because I feel like I don't want somebody that's like out there to read that and be like, wow, I'm looking for the other part of my soul. Like you're already whole, honey. Right. Exactly. Like you might have someone that compliments you. Like Andy and Malcolm, they compliment each other. They right. they fit well together. It's the peanut butter jelly status. But they were already pieces of bread before there was ever peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> they were already eatable. Now they're, they're more eatable. They're, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, I like that because <laughs> Yeah, I, re I really like that. They're already whole. You're already a whole piece of bread, baby. You're good to go. <laughs> I am precisely 16 slices of bread. <laughs> 16. <laughs> approximately 16 slices of bread. What, 21 bars of soap? Like you, you get, and, and I feel like even getting different things from different people helps you become a better, more well-rounded person. You know, I mean, like, you know, for example, me talking to my friend Charles, he's the only person that will talk with me for three or four hours about abstract philosophy. I don't know anyone else. I don't have anyone else that will sit there and talk about what is free will for four hours. Challenge accepted. <laughs> All right. We're going to have to sometime then. We will. We'll do we're, it. We're to, but yeah, like seriously, we, we would just talk about that stuff and like, you know, my wife, she's awesome, but she doesn't want to talk for that long, nor, nor sometimes can she, you know what I mean? And so it's not like I'm cheating on her intellectually. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, I've seen that. I've seen people say that shit. I've That's seen people ridiculous. say that shit. That's ridiculous. 
you're being emotionally involved with somebody else in the conversation that you're cheating on me intellectually. Whenever I tell you, Julius, my brain cells literally like committed suicide. They like jumped off of whatever mean. edge of my skull and just like exploded. And I was like, so I can't smart talk with somebody. I have to talk stupid. I know. Like, right. You can't, you can't tell someone like they look handsome or they look beautiful today. You can't acknowledge that that someone has their hair looks great or something like that. You can't, this is dumb. Like, it's so dumb. I'm sorry. It's, it's like, bruh, I tell my friends every day that I think that they look great or I pick something about them that I like today and give them, I give them a physical compliment and a non-physical compliment. And look, I've started implementing that with Charles too. And like Charles does it with his friends. Yeah. Like, I love that. Like, just bro, just, let your friends, let your significant others have friends. Let them be people. Like, if Charles was like, hey, I'm going to a party, and I was like, which he doesn't because he's a nomad and he's autistic and he hates people. Mm -hmm. But if I, but if he was like, I'm going to a party, and I'm like, nah, I got like six pages to edit on this book, buddy. I can't go. Yeah. I'd be like, okay. And I'd be like, all right, well, I love you. Be safe. I'll see you later. And right. whenever he comes back, whenever he comes back, like, I'll be like, did you have fun? He's like, yeah, I hung out with X, Y, and Z. And if every single one of them, the whole alphabet was female, I'll be like, cool, what did you guys do? Like, yeah, bro, that's, right. you were gone for like three hours. What'd you talk about? Did you play games? Did you play Twister? Did you win? Like, you were a big <laughs> did boy. You did, you win? Win? <laughs> like, did you win? You're tall. You probably won, didn't you? <laughs> you probably won, didn't you? Did you shoot some hoops? Like, tell <laughs> me. <laughs> but like, my first thought would not be, oh, you were cheating on me. It would be like, wow, you must have had a really fun time. I'm so glad that you got to go have fun, man. Yeah, that's where that trust comes in. I mean, it's like as long as you guys both are talking about what is acceptable, what is not, what is where lines are, whatever, it doesn't really matter. That's between you and the other person and it's mm -hmm. no one else's business. I remember um, it didn't end up happening, but my wife was going to go on a work trip with some with some friends and stuff. And it was just, you know, and they were getting like a cabin for like a weekend or whatever. And I was just like, do whatever you want. Like, we we trust each other. We know what's what and like other you know besides like these hard lines like right. do whatever you want like i don't care like i really don't care and, <laughs> and we were just laughing about because we were talking about certain examples and stuff and i'm just like right. i don't care like <laughs> like See, have fun that, that line's even more dissolved for me because i'm poly like sure. if charles was like hey i i'm at this party like this girl's kind of vibing with me i'm gonna like hit on her a little bit is that chill i'll be like yeah okay but just tell me like right but if, but if yeah. he came home and was like yo i fucked her i'd be like yeah see there yeah see that's a hard line yeah so so that. you want to fight is what i heard right. you chose violence is what i heard you chose <laughs> this is sparta this a Clive him like a spider monkey and just start swinging. No, I've never hit anybody. I'm not a violent person at all. <laughs> I talk like I am, but I I really don't like violence. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't know. And, and it's like talking about how people are dating today. I don't even know what the answer is. Like, I don't know how to get people to understand that you can have healthy relationships, but you got to like get your self-esteem up or something. I don't know what it is. Man, I disagree with that. My self-esteem is zero. My <laughs> self-esteem is like negative 17. <laughs> negative se it is 21 it is bars of negative. soap, 16 loaves of bread. <laughs> negative and, 7. And you can just 17. put it on a profile. <laughs> no, I need to have that put on to the partridge and pear tree on the seven days of Christmas, you know, like that. But it's like right. my, my, my mentality. <laughs> I don't know. 
Oh, got what? I got another question for you. Ooh, yay. Since since you are poly, have you ever yeah. thought about um have you ever tried online dating? Yeah. Um a little I really struggle with online dating yeah. um because there is so much to me as a person that it's so much easier for me to talk about it if we're face to face. Yeah. And also I don't trust it as much. Because yeah, like yeah. it, because like, what if you tell me one thing, but you're doing something different? But I don't know that. Like, I never get to see you. What if like a catfish? Like, what if yeah. you know X, X, Y, and Z? But also like, I mean, there are a lot of things you have to know about me that I feel like it's hard to digest over the internet. Mm -hmm. And also, um, in my experience, people are not who they are over the internet. Like, you can sit there and talk to somebody for years and think they're one way. And then date them and realize that there's someone entirely different. And that's like, yike. So um, yeah. I had a girlfriend that happened with, and that was not a good time. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Online dating really doesn't work well for me. Uh, and also I tend to fall in love super hard. So then it's like annoying because I can't be around you because it's like be, online. Yeah. Um, that's true. So yeah, in person's typically better. Uh, but also that's not working out either. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's rough. fine. <laughs> I live in the Bible Belt. People don't know what polyamorous means. They think it's a type of cheese. So <laughs> I'll get that polyamory. Can I get that polyamory? <laughs> <laughs> I want that. I want that uh, slice thin. You hear me? Thin. Slice thin with the <laughs> want it on my ham. Uh, salami. <laughs> like, what the? Extra oil. <laughs> extra oil. Oh, God. <laughs> you, want the, you want the polyamory on your salami oh, with extra oil? Yeah, I want a grinder. Boy, oh, God. Okay. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Go get you a slice of polyamory. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, you know, I know it's a lot better meeting in person. That's why, like, I'm super super excited for when we have like that convention slash launch party whatever it's gotta happen it's going to happen bro we're gonna be so awkward in person like all of, us are gonna, all of us all of us are gonna be like yo what's up i can't wait to see you buddy people we're gonna see gonna, each other in person yeah. and we're gonna be like it's gonna be weird because you got people from all over the world too right really like, hi daisy how are you daisy's like hiding behind a shelf somewhere we're gonna amber's up it's gonna oh it's gonna be so weird it's gonna be so weird <laughs> and then, but but you know what the cool thing is you can i like my sandwiches extra polyamorous <laughs> <laughs> me too micah me too <laughs> but, but yeah you can um and it'll be a little strange too because obviously anyone is invited to so say for example you were going and for whatever reason, you're like, oh, yeah, Charles and, like, two of my friends are coming, too. Whatever. It's just, it's going to be extra weird. <laughs> it's going to be extra weird. But... I mean, Charles kind of has to come with me because I don't drive. Oh, yeah, so there you go. <laughs> so, so, I need help. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I might have my license by then. We'll see. I'll let you know. I'll keep you in the loop. Okay. But, no, I, I think I think after that initial awkwardness, kind of like doing the podcast yeah. or whatever, it's going to be fine. It's going to be great. Right. It's going to be great. So, But I can't wait because that's actually in person. It's not the same. So, I can't wait. 
I like that she spelled polyamorous wrong, and it's like the hick version of poly. It's <laughs> Poly- polyamorous. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I, I was going to ask a question. I forgot what it was, so it's gone. <laughs> oh no. Well, if you remember it, just throw it out yeah, there. Yeah, it'll happen at some point. Anybody in the chat got questions? If you do, throw them at us. I think I think we might just have Micah now. I think we have just Micah. Oh. Okay. I think she's the only one vibing. That's okay. We vibe. That's all right. Yeah. I know everyone's gonna some... watch later. Have a good time. Right. I know we're we're definitely still like working out a schedule. I, I, we're the only consistent show like every Monday, mm-hmm. but, which I um, dig. We're I still dig, I dig heavy. Right. Yeah. I like it. I like having just uh It's getting done. Um, mm-hmm. But the other shows we're still like working out like schedule wise, and I definitely need to have like a late night show just to, mm-hmm. for other oh, people yeah. to catch yes. I have ended up in um, uh, Spell, Spice, and Everything Nice with Daisy. Oh, how'd that go? And, uh, oh, it's it's going good. Um, <laughs> our first podcast was fantastic. Um, and we talked pretty habitually. And but, but, bro, let me tell you. Remember how I was, like, texting you whenever I first, like, started this whole shitting? And mm-hmm. I was like, I have like a little bit of spice in my books. Is that okay? And you were like, yeah. And Daisy's is like, sauce. Give me sauce. <laughs> and I was like, wait, so we can do sauce? And then you were like, we can do sauce. And I was like, marinara or alfredo bro i i'm gonna go so hard like i oh remember that challenge that i told you i was gonna do to make you as uncomfortable as possible yeah yeah. oh i'm so excited oh lord oh my god i'm not oh (laughs) (sighs) yeah it's gonna be good i know it's gonna be crazy because i'm gonna get the i'm gonna get like the paperback and i'm just gonna be like Uh, no, <laughs> the headers are crazy. Why? Who, who approved these headers? <laughs> Wait, it was me. <laughs> Ooh, these are graphic breaks in the. <laughs> Is that a flower? Oh my god, it's not. No a one flower. told me this was illustrated. <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing? Is that called a thirty-two? I know. What is that? I've never seen. They're just making up positions. Bro, is that, speaking of paperbacks, like, I still don't have my book. That's crazy. Everybody else has theirs. And they're like, Chris, and I'm like. Everyone I'm else. Like, I'm like, but what if it sucks? Oh, what is today? Monday? Today's Monday. I saw I saw a notice saying you're getting it tomorrow. Oh, God, I'm so excited. I'm going to read it and cry and then burn it. <laughs> like the Vikings do. <laughs> like the like this is garbage, like it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I told her I loved her with fire. <laughs> Micah, you have any questions? You burn the things that you love. She's <laughs> it's not physically possible. That, <laughs> that looks painful. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, not oh my god. Oh about my god. the this... about the headers, the ch- the chapter breaks. <laughs> I I've come I've come across so many authors that don't know anatomy. It's insane. My uh my it's favorite insane. thing that I have ever read authorized with erotica that floored me was um 
uh, okay, so I'm I'm a big fan of using of using you know words that are not like what they are. Like I don't like using vagina or penis whenever I'm writing erotica. I feel like you're like, I'm in biology. But I feel like it just knocks you out of the whole thing. Right, right. Um, I try not to go too grotesque with it either because that shatters what I'm working on. Uh, you know how I write. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and I will never get over this one time that this author described the man's hands as bear-like. And I was like, okay, that's already putting a really weird visual in my head, but okay. Yeah. Yeah, and like funny. for the scene, I guess he had like, he, he was, he had done this whole motion and was doing this whole motion. Mm-hmm. And the description was so strange because it was running the pad of his thumb across the cervix. But. <laughs> You're like, um... wait, so, but in, inside. And I thought maybe it was a typo, so I like kept reading, but literally they referred to what would have been the clitoris as the cervix like three other times. And I was like, oh no. Oh, but, but I don't know what's more disappointing. The the author who wrote it, who was a female, mm-hmm. or the fact that an editing team didn't <laughs> catch no, no, that. Who was like, did you mean clitor? I don't know if she knows, but we're going to fix it. Like, I was just like, y'all literally. <laughs> Bro, get your thumb out of there. Why, is your, why are your bear-like thumbs on your my surface? Bear- yeah, that's the <laughs> thing. I think of a bear claw, and I'm just like, mm, mm, mm. Yeah, one of the worst lines I read, it's not even gross. It's just disturbing in its own way, is... Um, I grabbed her gluteus maximus. No, no, that yeah. was. No. I know. Lying. I'm not lying. No, isn't that bad? Isn't that the worst thing? You can't make this up. How would I make that up? <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> you're dead now. You can't. That was. I. I literally read the line and then I reread it and then I reread it again. That's what I did. And I was like, who would? I mean it. It's different. Um, like, I would use that in dialogue. Like, if it was like the character being quirky, no, and they were like saying that, I could understand why it would be quirky and like kind of cute. Yeah. But like, if you're just like, Julius reached out and lapped her gluteus <laughs> maxim. Nope. I don't like that. That's a no for me, dog. That's a no. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be it. That's gonna be a no. <laughs> and the words of Gordon Ramsay, that's utterly dreadful. That's dreadful. It's dreadful. <laughs> Donkey. <laughs> what are you? An idiot sandwich chef. <laughs> make sure you remember that. I love Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Gordon Ramsay. You're cool. Shout out to Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, you're cool. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Gordon by Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> He, he's watching in his house in Wales right now, like, bloody hell it is. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, <laughs> we're just going to do shout outs to random people and eventually they're going to sponsor us. Shout, shout out, out to, to <laughs> shout, shout out to Nicki Minaj. She was mentioned. Um, <laughs> she was mentioned earlier in yeah, Roman. Shout out shout to, to Roman. Khaled, as always. Shout out to, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the cast of Hamilton. Uh, shout out to. 
Thanks for sponsoring us. <clears throat> yeah. That's going to be a weird thing. Like, imagine if someday we get somebody famous joining Fantasy World for whatever reason. It's going to be weird. Yeah. I mean, I have to treat them like a regular person because they are. Yeah, but, yeah. And then, like, you and I are, like, weird. texting, like, oh, my God, can you believe that Tim McGuire is literally talking to us right now? Oh, my God, I know, Juli Julia comes out. And like, <laughs> <laughs> I do declare. <laughs> I do declare, Mr. McGuire. Has my knickers in a bunch. <laughs> no. no. I do believe I've... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no, I won't do that. <laughs> so, there's a liquid and it is not detergent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Breathe. Put this so please. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. That would be weird. That would be weird. It'll happen someday. Yeah. Oh, it totally will. Yeah. It totally will. Oh, I'm so excited for your book coming out next month. What? I'm so excited. <laughs> Stop. I forgot about the dry even already. <laughs> no, but I'm so excited. I got, I was showing, I was showing Charles. I was like, yeah, look what I got for you and Chris. I got like these Facebook ads set up. I got these ads set up spent money on this got amazon ads on this yeah yeah we're doing it it's it's going down so we'll see how good it will do and can i ask a question about the negle bug yeah do you see him no he yeah there. yeah uh, but yeah, a it's looking at me um b i was just it's kind of creepy <laughs> like, it's kind of creepy. <laughs> he's like <laughs> Like you moved your head just enough and it was like <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's popping? Don't mind me just watching. What did he say? No, what? Hello? What? Hello? <laughs> no. What, was, what okay. was your question? Um how tall are they? Are they like big? Well, that one is uh that Minkin is uh 6 inches. The yeah. ones, the 500 that we ordered are eight. No, I mean, like, in the books, like, are they, like, big? Oh, no, 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 little? no, they're not. They're not huge, no. They're little? No. They're... Are they only that one color? The Minkins are, yeah. Okay. I'm just, I was just wondering, because I, <laughs> uh, I'm keeping mental tabs. Oh, okay. There is that nuggle bug, that more worm, cute little thing. He's a he's, yeah. You probably can't see him, but um, he changes. I, he's cute because he changes color based off of emotion. Oh, that's cute. And the reason it's called a nuggle bug is because they actually love other creatures, so they'll come up to you and try to snuggle with you. And so, and then if you're like, "Oh, I love you," and you're like holding it, then it'll change color. Like it's happy. It'll change green when it's sad. It'll change or uh, blue when it's sad. Green when it's like not feeling well different so we plan on having a whole line eventually of the different colors and stuff so the one we have now which is like a purplish that one's his normal like no you know just see one in the wild form not the emotion but yeah it's cute oh my god i can't wait uh it's cute how would i okay Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm I'm wondering. Okay, yay, that's yay. Oh, it's cute. 
Yeah. And they like they like go in packs. So you'll be like walking through a forest and you'll see like a dozen of them. And then they'll like notice you and they'll like walk towards you on their little nubs. And like, we just want cuddles. Like they won't talk, but you know what I mean? Like make little little sounds. Like they all they want is cuddles. That's it. Oh, I love that. I love that very much. Yeah. That's cute. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm satisfied now. Thank you. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. The Minkin still wants to kill me, but it'll be fun. Mm, Minkin's coming first. It's getting shit. <laughs> it got, it's getting shit. So it should be here probably next month. Do we have anything else to talk about? Or are we almost done? I th- I think that's it. That was like what two hours and a half. Yeah, that was good. But that we did. Good. We were we were down the rabbit hole for forty five minutes. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty crazy. So, but we still managed to make it like Valentine's Day ish. That was cute. some somehow it all came back to love and it less did. of the murder and assault and those other things. So that's good. But I definitely know what I'm going to shock you with next time. I have I have this awesome um, snippet talking about the anatomy, like the terrible anatomy in books. Oh, my God. There's one that yeah. I, I have to read it. Oh, my God. Okay. It's the funniest thing. And then there's comments of people afterward. It's like a thread. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be a good time. Have you ever seen them on Facebook where people are like mocking these people that do this? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh God, it's savage. It's so the, good. The, the comments are funnier than the the actual th- like thing that they're making fun of. Yeah. So it's going to be a good time. That's for next week, though. <clears throat> but anyways, we are going to wrap up then. So thank you for joining me today. Of course, always. Thank you, uh, Remington, for, for joining us. Yes, and yes. From the spirit world. Thank you, Minkin. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Minkin, for also Thank joining you, us. Thank you, Minkin. <laughs> and um, yeah, so that's going to be the end of our episode today. Come back next week because we're going to be talking about some crazy um, writing with horrible anatomy in it. A little bit of that. Oh, yeah. So that's going to be awesome. And um, so for anyone that's also interested in our brand as a whole, feel free to go to fantasyworldbooks.com, go to the free stuff tab, and you can get a bunch of cool free stuff, magazines and arts and books and all that stuff. Also, um, you can go on amazon.com and pre-order a copy of Shadows Wake by Chris Garcia or Soulmates by Henry Fleece or The Ever Silver Sword by C.K. Shally, those are all up for pre-order and coming out next month. Um, and also, also last thing is we also have a Kickstarter coming out on March 1st. You do not have to donate. I'm not one of those people who like begging people to, do, to donate to our brand and whatever. But with that being said, please donate. And, <laughs> and if, if, you, if you are able slash want to, um, you can get a, bu- a book, a free book for a buck and um tell all your friends and all that stuff proceeds are going toward funding our future projects helping to pay for staff and all that stuff if we make zero dollars off of our kickstarter we are still still going to be expanding this brand making shows and 
all that. So no matter what, Fantasy World is here to stay. And yep. we thank you for all your support and love. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much. And with that being said, we are out. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>